Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday, so it's time for the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast with your host, the styling, profiling, limousine riding, swatch wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, woo, son of a gun, and he's having a hard time holding down those alligators, Ty King. Yo, yo, yo. This is the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast, and I am the host of said Win, Lose, or Tie podcast. My name is Ty King, folks, and uh, and uh, sure glad you're listening. I really, really appreciate you listening, and uh, no matter where you're listening from, um, almost have all 50 states, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. Got a great guest today, but first and foremost, uh, today's episode is brought to you by MB3 Landscapes, and it's just in time. Because uh, you don't have to lift a finger. You don't have to do anything. They will put up your Christmas lights for you. They will uh, they'll provide the lights. They will cut it to your house. They will install them. They will take them down. And they will store them. And then you can just do the same thing next year. It is like made so easy. It's MB3 Landscapes. Call Matt at 806-368-1108. That's 806-368-1108. Zero eight. If you don't get that, or if I messed that up, you can DM me whatever. Uh, but today's uh, episode is brought to you uh, by MB3 Landscapes, which is ah oh, man, I appreciate that. And um, man, I'm telling you right now, he sends me pictures every day. Matt's up on the on the roofs, baby. He's doing his thing, and uh, I'm glad I'm not doing that because that would not be pretty. That would not be pretty. But. Uh, this is the Win, Loser, Top Podcast. Where can you find me? Well, you can find uh, the show. If you have Instagram, that's where everything is. And you just got to search Win, Lose, or Tie. That's T-Y-E. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. I don't care. That's my personal Facebook, Ty King, T-Y-E-K-I-N-G. And you can um, email the show. I love to get emails. I love to get emails to eat from, for for suggestions, questions, feedback, whatever. And that uh, email address is win lose or tie podcast at gmail.com it's a lot to say but it's not a lot to type so you don't have to say it you just got to type it in win lose or tie podcast at gmail.com and we're brought to you today by mb3 landscapes real quick let's look back last week first time i've been back in a while right so uh uh, I, I, I thought I was a little rusty. I went back and listened to it, but uh, man, you know what? What I what I loved is that uh, I got a bunch of great feedback about the black flag and about what it represents, and 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 I'm and I'm really, really, really thankful for that, and for Mark and Landry coming in with the LMK boys. So uh, that was a lot of fun too. So, but today coming in, man, this is a get. This is what we call we call it. This is a get in the business today. As, as a dude that I, I, I've, uh, I, I can't tell you he's old. He's, I don't know him, know him, but I know him well enough that, that, that uh, we follow each other on, on different social media stuff. And we tend to like some of the same stuff, but uh, I, I've, I've had to work with him. And we'll talk about that here in a minute, but his name is Chris Cook. Chris Cook, welcome to the Winners of Top Podcast. Man, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. 
Man, dude. I mean, okay. I was gonna. I just asked you. I was like, "What is your official title?" And uh, you told me, and I just said, right, "I'm just gonna stop writing it down." So please tell, us, tell everybody listening right now what your title is right now, because it, because it's crazy. When you get into the academic colleges, your titles can can be a little lengthy. But mm-hmm. uh, assistant dean for enrollment management and marketing in the College of Media and Communication, also a, a professor of public relations. Yes, yeah, I wasn't writing that down. No, that's all right. I mean, yeah. So that's I was why like, I'm here. Mm, yeah. You. So. Uh, um, that, that, that's a lot to unpack there, to be honest with you. And, and I really wanted to talk about, um, first, we'll get to that, what you do for a living here in a minute. But first, where I ran into you and where, where a lot of people know you from is when I was a sportscaster at KCBD, News Channel 11. And I use that term loosely, sportscaster. But when I was there, uh, you, you were the, the I mean, what you, okay, it's weird because you can call you the SID, you could call you the... Um, the, the the media relations, you know, you were you were the go to guy, and and this is really where it's. I want to tell people how the sausage is made, kind of. Right. You know, you don't just uh, when you work at Channel Eleven or you work at Channel Twenty Eight or you work at wherever or you write for the AJ or whatever Sports Illustrated, you don't just show up at the university and just say, "Hey, I want to interview uh, Mike Leach." Right. You, you you have to go through certain channels, and you were that channel. Tell people what that job is, because there's a lot of people that don't know, and I think they, I find it fascinating. So let us like, what was your job back then, and how and and then uh, really, I would like for you just like to go in detail how that how that works. How does a yeah. how does a certain person get to interview a certain person? Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Absolutely. So you know, basically, you're you're the point for for media to. Um, uh, to come in and talk to your student athletes and talk to your coaches. And, and that was a job that, uh, you know, just uh, stepping back a little bit, I, I stumbled upon when I was in college at Louisiana tech. Uh, I, I didn't know that type of office existed. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. As a journalism student uh, and writing for the news uh, school newspaper, they said, you need to go to the sports information office. I said, what is that? That's so I go I over. Say. Yeah. And I, I go over and I said, what do you guys do? They said, well, you know, for lack of a better term, we're basically like the PR arm. We, travel with the teams we arrange interviews we pitch stories we do all these things and i thought man that's what i'm going to do and i did it and um at tech at texas tech um that that was pretty much that was really it and you know i I came in at a time not to not to detour too much but it came in at a time where interviews really amped up Mm -hmm. because it was spikes last year and then mike leach came in and man just the trajectory on that and yeah and the, the calls we would get from across the country yes um so yeah that's what we were we were right. basically that that contact yeah. but we did it for local people every day local yeah. sports folks every single day the, the relationship between that, that happens between the local uh media oh, yeah. and, and and with uh the sports information which you know, you can say it's the SID or the media relations, right? I mean, that's, right. you know, I think they're one and the same. Yeah, they're the same. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's just so funny because, you know, when I went to my first two years, I went to South Plains and I was in their television program and they said the same thing. They had an SID out there and I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell is that? What? What? <laughs> I mean, you know, because even as a student there, if I wanted to do a, a package on our story on somebody or whatever, right. you know, you go through them and they're like the, your go through whatever. Right. And uh, I never knew that existed. I didn't even know. I, 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 I know what's funny is that I just thought you just showed up to practice and interviewed somebody, you know, right. it's kind of crazy that way. But, but dude, what, what blew my mind when I was at channel 11 is that you were the point man, but you have several people that handled all the sports yeah. You have a person for every sport, whether it be women's volleyball, whether it be whatever. And that's great. That's a big department. How, how do you, 
Well, well, just tell me, tell everybody a little bit about that because it's not just hey, let me call Chris Cook and see if I can interview Mike Leach, yeah, you, and then let me interview Mark Sharp the next day. You well, know? so so when I got there, um, I had a the guy who hired me left after four months and took a job on the West Coast, and the guy they brought in to replace him uh, was there just for that one season, that that uh, ninety nine season. Then he left, and Coach Myers just said, "Here, why, why don't you?" <laughs> take this and run with it. Because Gerald, Gerald Myers, yeah, right? Myers. Yeah, yeah. He's like, let's not bring any more people in. Let's give you yeah. a shot at it. And, you know, that was the time we uh, – that that transition was 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 crazy because we got – we we parted ways with James Dickey and brought in Bob Knight. So you had that on top of Mike Leach, who has already proven to be interesting in 2000 – this is in 2001 by now. Um, but when you look at our team, um, so I was managing football – and uh, Blaine Bill and, and Tammy Hoffman at the time, so uh-huh. Tammy Boozer now, uh, they were they were assisting with football mm-hmm. in those end of that interview process, and just because yeah. it's a big thing. But you know, Tammy would manage uh, women's basketball and a few other sports. Blaine had baseball mm-hmm. and a couple other sports and volleyball and 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 you know, I had men's golf. That was uh, along with football. I was like, give me men's golf. Give me I, men's I, just, golf? I need to chill in the spring, man. When we're not, you know, when, when yeah. we're when we're having spring ball or football practice i need something to really chill with and for sure and so men's golf was that was that sport for me they were great uh to work with as well but no we we had probably four or five people that managed the 17 sports and track and field of course combined six sports and yeah one person handled those but yeah we had had good teams man yeah during i was there 11 years in that office yeah some great teams well and and you're talking about teams on the field and you had great teams in your office office. yeah Yeah, absolutely great great office tammy did tammy was not a fan of me i can say that uh (laughs) she was not a fan of me hardly at all and um it, it wasn't because i did anything well, uh, maybe once, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But I loved, I really loved to have you. It's just yeah, that she's she, great. She's but, great. But she, she ran a tight ship, and yep. you needed to understand that. And to go, to go through her to talk to Marsha Sharp or right. whoever That's I right. wanted to talk yeah. to. Which I think as a media relations person, one, I, th- I think, I don't know because I, I haven't done it, but coming from a local guy, you, you needed to be have a, have a personality that was very, very friendly and very open to everybody, all of your media. But then you needed to run a ship where it was like, okay, you know, um, but but you don't cross these lines and you don't get out of right. here and out of here because uh, because men because if you just run a real loose ship, I just it would be like me running a sh- uh, being a captain of a ship, and that would be not be good. Right. I would not want me to be the captain <laughs> of a ship. I can just say that. But you know how? Yeah. Like when something. Okay, let's say like this. Um, for example, you're 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 doing football, and and you and and that never stops. I mean, even when you said, yo, right, you missed that's golf. Right. It doesn't stop. Right. I mean, there's Sports Illustrated will call or whatever. Uh, um, but let's say somebody does something crazy and controversial, like, I don't know, like that, but some some tennis coach did something crazy mm-hmm. and, you know, and hit a kid with a racket or something. I mean, I, sure. I'm making this up. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. There's the tennis media relations person, but then you got to step in and handle how that works, right? Talk, right. talk about how how controversial because you had you were there during some controversial shit, right? Right. And so yeah. I want to I want to know how do you handle that one because you because you not only have to have a relationship with the media, but really most importantly you have to have a relationship with the coaches and the players. Well, so I'll, t- I'll tell you a couple of things on that, yeah. and uh, probably a little bit beyond what you're asking, but um, no, no, I will answer that. Uh, you know, if I look back 30 years, I've been doing this for 30 years mm-hmm. since since I graduated uh, undergrad. And, you know, one thing that I would proudly hang my hat on, and there's a lot of uh, good accomplishments, a lot of mistakes, too. 
but I'd hang my hat on relationships. Yes. First and foremost. And those relationships are what made um, those interactions with the media work. Uh, we didn't always accommodate when we, you know, when, when we were asked to, uh, for various reasons, we didn't, we never said no, just to say no. Right. And, and, you know, be jerks, but, uh, there were always reasons behind it, but, uh, you know, relationships were number one Two, when coach Knight was, when it was, when, when we knew he was coming, yeah. We'd not met him yet, knew he was coming. I got a call from Greg Elkin, who was with the Dallas Mavericks at the time, and Greg was their PR guy. Yeah. Greg you had just been, had a post about yeah, him, right? Yeah, on your Greg Facebook. spoke yeah. to my yeah. class last week, and yeah. he was the he was the um, uh, Knights SID at Indiana for ten years. Yeah, and that and I'm yeah. telling you right now, that can't be easy. You know, no, it, it was it was it was very um, uh, intimidating. But for sure, Greg called me and he said, "Hey." He said, here's who I am. And I knew who he was right? Um, just in our profession. And he said, I want to come over. Um, I'm going to fly over on my dime. And yeah. I just want to talk to you and help you prepare. That's and, cool. and that was one of the best things that could have happened. But to your point, this is what I'm getting at. To your yeah, point yeah, no. about how, how we get uh, manage those interviews in that process is he told me, uh, great lesson. And I don't think I would have ever turned out this way, but it was really great advice. He said, do not adopt the personality of the coach. He said, it's easy. It's easy to get in that. He said, you've got to be that person that the media can count on, but that the coach can count on. Right. He said, you're the middle man. And so I always, always took that lesson to, to, to mean that you've got a job to do. And yeah, first and foremost, to protect the brand and, and to, and to take care of the people you work for. Right. But you also, your role is to distribute a message and accommodate that message distribution, which was the press at the time, yes. uh, big because you didn't have social media then. Yeah, it was. A, yeah. And yeah, yeah. So, so it, th- there was that balance where you had to find those lines and not cross them on, on, mm-hmm. on the side, especially if your employer, right? But find ways to to be that middle person because the last thing you wanted was the media to say, "I can't call Chris because he's going to be an asshole." Right? I'm going to go around him. Right. Last thing you want is anybody to go around and, you. And man, then yeah. I'm going to tell you, you, you know what? That is a that's probably a huge uh, problem. Not say a problem or an obstacle right now for social because social media is out there. Yeah. Because you got you got some jerk kids college student that lives down the street from an athlete and wants to do something yeah. cool with him on his on his tiktok yeah. you know what i'm saying and right, uh right. and uh, uh talk about okay because we i mean damn there's so much i want to get into and i just want, i'm gonna st- i'm gonna stick with my stuff here um so that i like that but but i really want to know who you are like your history your family yeah you're louisiana yeah. you're a louisiana kid yeah and uh, uh talk about that just right now where you are where you're at right now and uh Personally, because I love sure. to get to know people, and I'm not telling you that I'm the um, Roy Firestone of podcasts, but um, if you want to cry, yeah. it's okay. If people want Roy Firestone, they listen to Roy Firestone. You're doing, you're good, man. No, you know, I, so I grew up in Delhi, Louisiana, and I used to tell people I'm from Northeast Louisiana near Monroe because everybody yeah. kind of at least heard of Monroe or yeah, travel Interstate 20 through there. There you go. But I've discovered, um, I even found a, a person, a kid in my class has a has an uncle. Who um, or has a yeah an uncle whose cousin is one of my friends from high school yeah and so that I just found out in class the other day and so it's it's really this 
So I start telling people from Delhi, Louisiana. It's right on Interstate 20 before you get to Vicksburg, Mississippi. Yeah. And if you stop, we you know we got a Sonic now and a Burger King, so <laughs> you know you can stop and get your you can, hey. get, you can get a bag of pork rinds and a and an RC cola, and man, you're set. You bet. Uh, but so that's where I grew up, and it was a great place. I went to school at Louisiana Tech. Um, where I stumbled into journalism at the end of my sophomore year. Yeah. I had no idea. But what's funny, though, is journalism led to sports information and, and sports PR. But in high school, I was too small to play football, uh-huh. and I kept stats for the team, and I would call them in row newspaper and, and, and turn it turn in. in. Yeah. had no clue yes. that that was going to end up being my career at some point. <laughs> and that's, so, that, that's crazy how that works. It, it is. But, it is. But, uh, yeah. That is because, see, yeah, I didn't. Uh, well, you know what? I, I did. I wanted to be a sports journalist. That's yeah. what I wanted to be. I wanted to be on Sports Center. And that's where everybody Same. at, at that's that why time, I got into it. Yeah. 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 At that time, uh, you know, when I graduated from tech in 2000, and, uh, and I'm not going to tell you when I graduated high school, but I, I was a full time student the entire time, which <laughs> yeah. is not funny, right. but it is kind of funny. But I was the first graduating class to walk through uh, United Spirit Arena. Yeah. Okay. So, right. hey, you know, I mean, I'm pretty famous. So, but no, but you really don't know. You, I didn't know, you know, you don't, sometimes you don't know, but when, when you grew up in a, in a small town, Louisiana, so you, so you're too small to play and then, but, but you loved it though, right? Yeah. No, I love sports. Uh, you yeah. know, I grew up playing. Tennis, tennis where, did, was, where, did, where did that, where did that come from? Did your family have that? Or? You know, um, I just think in a small town, you had to find things to do. So of course we, you know, we had little league baseball. I think we had four teams in our league. Uh, we're again, small town with four <laughs> yeah. teams and, yeah. and it stopped when you hit age 12 or something. Yeah, that's we didn't kind of, have anything beyond that. Well, I grew, and I grew up in Wolforth and, and yeah, okay, which, yeah. back then. Wolfworth was a totally different it's, place, right? Yeah. And, and it was kind of the same. Yeah, you had four or five teams, and that was it. Right. We didn't have, you know, we didn't have high school baseball, um, so it stopped. Uh, so really, it, it was just something to, to occupy your time during the summer. And yeah. uh, we had the standard sports in high school, and and I played. T- I did start the tennis team after my freshman year of high school. The coach looked down at me in a game, and you know, the two linebackers in front of me got hurt. And the guy who hurt him is ended up in the NFL. Oh gosh! <laughs> um, and and he looked down at me, and I was like, "Man, I hope he doesn't put me in this yeah. game." And because yeah. I was five one hundred ten pounds, and he said, "He said, look, he said if I put you, in, I never forget. He looked down. If if I put you in this game, your mom's gonna kill me. Yes. And um, if, if, right, if you don't get killed, if you don't get killed out there, killed, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so that started my. We started the tennis team right after that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I yeah. was a founding member of the tennis team. But I love that. But you don't know. So so that that's that's how. That we all played sports. We played football in the backyard, baseball in an open field. Um, mm-hmm. And then we did the things we always fished. We hunted. We mm-hmm. rode three-wheelers everywhere before people deemed them dangerous and put the fourth yeah. wheel on them. Yeah. Um, you know, we did all that stuff as kids, went to college and yeah. had fun in intermediate. Drank out of the water hose. Yeah, drank out of the water hose and, you know, ran barefoot, stepped in dog crap. Yeah, and just you all those different things yeah. as a kid. But, uh, you know, it was, it was a great upbringing and it really kind of – while my life right now is different in the sense of I live in a city, I live, yeah. you know, I've, I've gone through, you know, I've got a master's degree and, and I've, and I've lit, been around all these really cool people. Yeah. And not to say that folks from my town don't do that or can't do that. It's just, it's not been. Yeah. The, and so it, it's, but, but the foundation I got there was just incredible. And, yeah. but anyway, you know, well, well how did you get to love it? So, yeah, so a little bit of a circle. Um, When I got through with Louisiana Tech, I graduated and went to Western Kentucky as a graduate intern. Yeah. And so... When you say graduate intern, to to be at Sports Information? Yeah, Sports Information. Okay, okay, wow. Okay, that's a jump from Louisiana Tech 
from Monroe up there to go to uh, uh, where's Western Kentucky? Bowling Green, Kentucky. It's yeah, just an hour north of Nashville. Yeah. And, 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 and Zach Kelly's going to kill me when I when I right. and, uh, but when I had him. But uh, but yeah, okay. So how yeah. did you? But how did you get there? Well, so so I went there because the one of my first trips when I was a senior. The assistant sports information director quit, and my boss called me one night about nine o'clock. Yeah, he said, "Hey, can you be at the arena in the morning mm-hmm. at seven o'clock? Have a bag packed. You're going to um, Bowling Green, Kentucky, with the basketball team. So and so quit. I need you. Can you go?" And I yeah. said, "Hell yes, yeah, absolutely." I mean, I was stoked at this point. Yeah, because uh, I'd been in the office for about a year. Mm-hmm. And man, I was fired up. And so, you know, I was going. I I was actually somewhat on a date that evening and okay and uh i just said hey i've just got the call man this is like calling the big leagues yeah. i said i got the call <laughs> and so she was cool and so yeah. you know, i went and did some laundry yeah. and and man I, I i was there the next morning we went to western kentucky and so that's where i met the the, the sports formation director there the sid there knew i was fresh right and so he walked me through the thing yep and then when it came time a year later um he just he, he was looking for somebody and the our assistant at that time said, Hey, you need to talk to Paul. Yeah. And Paul said, You know what, I gotta hire and Paul was very blunt, he's a great guy. Yeah. He's like, Hey, I gotta hire a full time assistant. I'm not really focused on the intern. Do you wanna do it? And I said, Done. Damn, and so damn a week right. later I'm moving to Kentucky. I had no clue what I was gonna be doing. Dude, that is um, so crazy. So, like that's a big change, you know? A just huge like change. That. Yeah, yeah. You know, similar schools, uh, but I did that for a year. Yeah. And I met my wife there. Uh, so oh, that was see. awesome. That was very good uh, to meet her there. I went to St. Louis University for five years after that. It's my first full-time job. Mm-hmm. The Billikens, uh, baby. The Billikens, man. Yeah. And, you know, I was in a top 20 media market. Um, I go from small college town to small college town to this massive, this top 20 media market and had some great experiences in five years. Had a great boss there. The guy was mm-hmm. awesome. Some good office staff uh, that I worked with. And in mm-hmm. 1999, I remember this was probably in February, I get an email from the Conference USA office. The Conference USA was that, markedly a, different in, in 1999 than it is yes, now. It was yes. based in Chicago. It was a basketball league. Yes. Um, you know, DePaul, Marquette, Memphis, mm-hmm. Louisville, great basketball league. And um, so it said, job, Texas Tech University, uh, associate director, working men's basketball, assisting with football. And I said, you know, I'm ready to do football. I really wanted to be a football, mm-hmm. and I wanted it to be at a high level mm-hmm. conference-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was 29 years old. Uh, turning 30 later that year and uh, I applied for it. I thought, you know, I don't know if I'll get it. I interviewed for the job, strangely enough, in normal Illinois. It's two really? hours from St. Louis. The women's basketball team at Tech was playing in the regional there. Uh, what year? By what year? That was in 99. March of 99. The Lady Raiders are still damn good. Lady Raiders yes. are damn good. Yeah. And uh, that's probably Renee Hannabud and Julie Lake yes. and all those girls. It, yeah, it, um, I know uh, Melinda Schmicker was, was on, on that, that team. team. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I, well, I got that, that, those are bad men. No, man. So I, so, I, so I go. Um, um, I go and interview, mm-hmm. and I felt good. Went to shoot around and mm-hmm. set up in the stands. There were open shoot arounds for NCA, and and I thought, you know, cool. This was a fun experience, and yeah. I got to know a lot of people. Um, I meet a lot of people, so I go back and I think, well, the other two candidates went to campus. 
I probably don't have a chance, right? Because I didn't go to campus the next week, and 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 to to boo to make it worse, Lady Raiders were down forty three eleven at the half that night. I'll never forget that. I watched the game and I said, I have no shot in hell. Yeah, this is going to be a terrible trip. The, any memory of this trip is going to be bad. Yeah. So Richard Kilwine calls to me. He calls me the next week. Yeah, or, or a week or two later, and he says, Hey, yeah. He said, before I offer you the job, and I thought, no way. He said, before I offer you the job, he said, you got to come to Lubbock. He said, I, you, you're not going to take it sight unseen. You see the campus and you see the town. And I said, done, man. Yeah. And I done. And you know what? It didn't matter that when I flew in, the side of the plane I was on looked out at cotton fields. Yep. Flew out, the side of the plane I was on looked out at cotton fields. Yep. I never saw Lubbock from the sky. <laughs> I saw it from the ground. Yeah. And I didn't care because when I walked into my office, it overlooked the football field from the oh, south end zone. And yeah. I said, I'm home, man. Dude, Done. Yeah, that's the cool. That probably so, be, to so you. That's it. So yeah. that, that's how that's I got how, here. That's yeah, how I got I'm, here. What, you know what's crazy, man? That's a that's a cool story. And I love that because yeah, it's so, yeah. I mean, there's no way in hell anybody could, could say, you know what? Told you as a senior in high school, you're going to end up being in Lubbock, Texas at, at Texas Tech University right. or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know so, where Texas Tech was. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it. That's crazy. And that's, but I mean, yeah. well, Okay, I want to ask you this because it's—I think it's a weird thing with guys in sports, and yeah. I don't know in sports media yeah. because uh, I worked with a couple of guys: Jason Jennings, Jared Edwards, yeah. Mr. Brian Mudd, yeah. and myself. And now I don't know if you are, but because you have—you were there. Are you a Cardinals fan? Yes. Dude. Now, now, I'm not, I, now, yeah. holy. So, so, you know, so growing up, growing up is funny. Growing up, my grandparents took my brother and I to a, to a couple of Astros games one summer. This is 82. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nolan Ryan pitched one game. Mike Scott pitched the other. Oh, damn. That's good. That's uh, Mario nice. Soto pitched for the Reds. And a guy named Atlee Hammaker pitched for the Giants. The reason I remember him is I got his autograph. Oh, nice. Okay. Anybody else. Yeah. But, but, but I saw Nolan Ryan pitch and Mike Scott pitch. And I thought, man, the Astrodome's cool. This is really kind of a small town. This is amazing. Oh, the Astrodome. Town yeah, of course. Damn Astrodome. Yeah. And, but then it, it, shortly after that, we started getting cable in my hometown, and we, <laughs> all we got was Braves baseball. Oh, yeah. And TBS. so you grow up watching yeah. the Braves. Yeah. But when I moved to St. Louis, man, it was in the – it was in the heyday of yeah. uh, Mark McGuire hitting home runs. I don't oh, care dude. what was behind those home runs. That was fun. It was a yeah, lot oh, of fun. Oh, oh, oh you got to be. And, man, and, yeah. And so got hooked, man. Just got hooked. And they yeah. would come to our play, – Cardinals players were coming to our basketball games. Our men's basketball team was top 20 at the time. Yeah. yeah it was a really good player. Was it was – it, uh, was it – was that Lamar Odom play there? No, it was no a, well, so Larry Hughes played there. Oh, Larry, Larry, Hughes, Larry Hughes, I'm sorry. And yeah, a guy yeah. named Erwin Claggett yeah, was a yeah. three-point phenom when yeah, I got there. Gotcha, but no, yeah, we, yeah uh, Larry Hughes. But, went but the Cardinals have come to the games and stuff. So yeah. Cardinals players come to the games. Rams players come to the games. Yeah. Blues players, man. Uh, Brett Hall was a regular at our games. Uh, uh, yeah. Kelly Chase and I have, uh, a, guy autograph, named Tony I have an autograph card from Brett Hall. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. cool. These guys yeah. would come to the games. I was like, man. This is awesome. Yeah. This is really cool to see these people sitting at our basketball sure. games. And, um, you know, so I mean, you, you just get hooked and you, and you buy into it. And, and I'm going to tell a side story because I tell love it. this story. Yes. My boss says, all right, one of our soccer players is getting, uh, is being named the sports, sporting news player of the year, college uh, athlete of the year. And he can't make it. He's training because MLS was starting to was was becoming a rumor mm-hmm. or something that was a rumor coming to fruition. So he was doing a lot of training. He had just graduated. Mm-hmm. He said a soccer coach doesn't want to go, and I can't. 
He said, can you go accept this award for him? And I said, sure, what the hell? Sporting News is based in, in St. Louis. So I go to this event at Adams Mark Hotel, and they said, look, you're going to go down ballrooms. You're going to go to this back door. Yeah. So I said, sure. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let, 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 hold on. I, I think I'm a little confused. So wait a minute. So, so there was a kid from St. Louis University. St. Louis University. And he's a player. Soccer player. And he's, and he's getting the Player of the Year Award from the Sporting News. Sporting News. Which Sporting News, and I don't know about it, but in baseball, Sporting News is like the biggest. I mean, Sporting News oh, is Sporting a, News baseball is huge. Sporting yeah, News huge, is a yeah. big, big, yeah. uh, just it's a big deal. But they had this huge banquet every okay, year. Okay, so now I get it. Okay, yeah, yeah. They had a massive banquet in St. Louis every year, and and again, where, where they're based. And so um, I go to this thing. No one gives me any instruction <laughs> except where to go. And so I'm thinking, well, I'm gonna be sitting at this round. So I walk in. There's this dais. It's a three tier dais. It's massive, and there's all these tables. So I'm thinking. And I'm there early. I didn't want to be late. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to be down here somewhere. And they said, oh, you know, who are you? And I give my name. That's, oh, come back here. Yeah. So I walk through this door. Yeah. There is um, Ozzy Smith, Stan Musial. Oh, shit. Um, it turns out they were recognized. This is in 96. They're yeah. recognizing the uh, 50th anniversary of the 46 Cardinals, oh. the, the, the championship. Um, Ozzy's there. Members of the Blues, members of the Rams are there. And I'm in this room going, holy oh, yes. shit. I mean, yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I said, I but if just, we didn't have just, cell phones in, or I would have taken the hell out oh, of yeah. some selfies. Yeah, absolutely. And something, <laughs> no one told me yeah. that this is what this was. Yeah. And I'm staying in a room with my mouth dropped open. Yeah. At the and there were other great baseball greats there. I can't even remember who, but I remember Stan Musial. And I was like, so oh, "Holy God, crap!" Dude. So I'm sitting on the dais, and anyway, long story short, they call out the award, and I get blocked to the mic, and I couldn't get to the microphone to just give a few words on behalf of Matt yeah. McCune. And so I just take the award. I kind of said, "Thank you," and I walk back to my seat. Joe yeah. Buck's the MC, oh, and Joe shit. Buck says, "Well, that's a man of many words." Yeah, oh and my I thought, God. God, what an ass! But I, I would didn't. love. <laughs> for Joe Buck to say that about me, I know, whatever, was, you know. It was cool. <laughs> Just be anything, anyway, yeah. I always like to share that moment yeah. when I can. It's fun. Well, and what's funny is, uh, uh, oh, not the last episode, but I mean, and I want to apologize. Chris Kitley was the last guy I was on. Chris, yeah. you know, and, 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 uh, and the cra- it's the craziest damn thing, and we talked about it on the episode last week, is uh, I went to Tyler Lyons' wedding instead of his wedding, and, and I was like, Tyler is pitching for the Cardinals, yeah. and, and uh, yeah. I'm friends with Tyler, but I'm, I'm probably better friends with Chris. I see him more. Yeah. And I, I just had to tell him, I said, dude, but I had, I told Tyler, I go, hey, Tyler, are there going to be Cardinals like at, at your wedding? He goes, yeah. Yeah. He goes, I go, is Yadier Molina going to be there? And he goes, he's got an invitation, but I, but I doubt it. I go, because Tyler, if he's going to be there, I'm going to ruin your wedding. I'm going to absolutely ruin it. But anyway, but, but there were Cardinals there and I did yeah. get to meet a lot of them. That was fun. But Chris and I talked about it last week on his, on his episode. Chris Kitley, good dude. But, uh, but, but man, that's weird because, you know, it's just strange. But I'm, I'm bringing my point back to circle way back around just to, to well, my dad, the only team he could hear growing up in Alling, Texas was St. Louis Cardinal baseball. Yeah, yeah. So he was a fan. And my dad was KMOX a, radio. Yeah, yep. that's and my and and, uh, and my dad's a very strict, stern. Was a high school football coach. Yeah, friendship, and I mean, no bullshit. You know, you didn't you didn't, you didn't screw around in the house, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I'll never forget. He told me as a kid. He said, "I said, Dad, I you know I liked I love baseball, I love baseball." And he goes, "Well, listen, boy. Uh, <laughs> now I tell you, you, you can be a professional baseball fan." 
uh, of the St. Louis Cardinals, or you could not watch baseball. But it's one of those two things. <laughs> so I got to, and that was yeah, how, yeah, I mean, that's just yeah. how I was introduced. And he got to go to a game when he was a kid, a doubleheader, and watch Stan Musial play. Yeah. Took a train with his dad, to, and Stan Musial did not hit a ball out of the infield. Doubleheader. And he said he always told that story is crazy. That's but, cool. Though. But dude, it's like yeah. Brian Mudd's a Cardinals fan. Yeah. Jason Jennings Cardinals. Jared Edwards. I was like, dude, where, what, what is it? Well, Jared's from up there. I think. Yeah, well, that's yeah, true. Jared's I mean, from up there. And, well, Mudman's Man's from up there too. Yeah, They're so both that's what, yeah, I know. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, oh, you know what? People are probably switching off like right now. What? But you know what? We're going to talk about Mike. <laughs> we're going to we're going to talk about. I want to. Okay. Yes, we've got to get into this. Okay, because here's what's going to happen, and we're going to talk about Mike Leach. Okay. I, okay. I, I mean, to just dude, when yeah. when you first met him, to, I just want to know. You know when we when we went through, when when tech went through the hiring process, and I know those guys like Rich Rodriguez was with him. Blah blah blah. Right. Doesn't matter. I don't even why not even bring it up. I don't know. But I want to know like your first impression of Mike Leach, and then and then uh, just man, just talk about him. Yeah, you know my first impression was, um, and, and again I was still. I won't say deer in the headlights. I was still in my, I hadn't even finished my first year yet. So I got there in April 99, we go through the 99 season, then we're hired Leach in December. And I'm just still in awe that I'm getting to do this. Yeah. And so, you know, when he came in, I, I do remember though, when he showed up, hearing the stories that he, he, he showed up without a suit. Mm-hmm. And so we're thinking, how did he not have a suit? Did he not know? And so we're, none of us knew what we were <laughs> yeah. getting at the and time. He had, and he's not been a head coach. And he's not been a head coach. Yeah. And so we, none of us knew anything about him. And But anyway, it comes in, and the press conference, you're thinking, you know, maybe he's nervous or something. But, uh, you know, it, was, it, it turns out that was Mike. But my first impression was just um, – was what's this guy going to be like to work with? Yeah. Because I knew that that was about to be because my boss had just left yeah. or was getting ready to leave. Yeah. And I knew that that was about to be a um, um, uh, mine. And so, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you, you know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I just, that was my impression was, was that, um, uh, what's this guy like? And, yeah. and, I, and well, I mean, that would, I mean, golly. Yeah. That, that's, so that's be, all, this, that's this guy's about to be the biggest part of my life other than yeah. probably my wife yeah. or, or who yeah. I live with. I mean, you know, that's well, when how I saw him. He was in full suit. I never saw him without the suit on that trip. And then when he moved there, we started, you know, we started figuring out, okay, this guy's a little weird. Yeah. This guy's a little strange, yeah. but I'll tell you what, those 10 years with him, it is as sometimes you want to beat your head on the wall, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was certainly oh. different. <laughs> yeah. And I can say yes, definitely. Because I was at channel 11 when he was there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and fortunately, I mean, and, and just some of the, some of the local media's, uh, chagrin, he liked Emily. And so yeah. We, yeah. we got, we got a lot of access to, to, to there, but, um, uh, I had David Thomas on to the win, lose or tie podcast a while back. And it's a great listen. If you guys can go back and listen to it, I asked him some really tough questions like what, how hot is uh, Giselle? And, uh, you know, um, <laughs> what are the plane rides like? And, you know, I, it, it just like, yeah. And, and really tough questions. And then, you know, it was like, uh, and he, he told the funniest Mike Leach story and, and when he was getting recruited, but I want to know like, what. And, and and I'm not going to tell you what it is because you got to go back and listen to it. Uh, but has something to do with mustard on his face? Who knows? Not going to go there. But Chris, like, okay, when did you know this guy 
is is this way. He's eccentric. He's 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 crazy. Eccentric kind of. was the word I was going to use. It was the bowl game after his first year. Which which bowl game was that? Uh, he, that was the galleryfurniture.com bowl in two thousand. Okay, yeah, and yeah. so that was his first season. <clears throat> we'd we'd already kind of suspected this guy's a little different. Mm-hmm. Press conferences are interesting, but you know we were basically showing up on time, getting things done in that first year. But I remember running into Sharon, his wife, in the stairwell of the hotel, uh-huh. and she had a laundry basket in her hand full of clothes <laughs> her comment to me was something like <sighs> she just took a big sigh and said he's got a full-time head coaching job and i still have to go do laundry oh my God. at the hotel <laughs> and so it was hilarious because he, he probably and, just brings and, it and she was a chill yeah, person too. Yeah. it's not like she was but he probably she, just brings like a duffel bag with some shit in it and that's what yeah, you got you know it's not like she was she thought she was special or anything yeah, she thought yeah. You know, we're here at the bowl game. At least let me send this to the cleaners. And But no, she was going down to do laundry. That is so it was funny. pretty funny. And I thought, you know, this guy's different. Yeah. This guy's so different. Um, I think we were still really trying to feel him out. Yeah. There, but there were moments, man, stories would, uh, he would just, he'd start just doing some bizarre things. And yeah. you think, not bizarre in a way that was got you got him in trouble or anything, but just kind of some weird stuff. Right, right. And you just thought, what is he doing? Yeah. And, um, uh, what did he just say? And yeah. so you just, there's a lot of heads, but there are moments that stick out, but yeah. a lot of those really kind of okay. happen. Yeah. Through. And, and, and we, and, but just, just, uh, for me personally, I, I mean, I just want to know like, okay. Cause, cause you had to get to know him whenever he gets hired to be the coach. Is there with any coach, I'm going to say this with any coach, right. That gets me just hired as the head coach. Do you have a sit down with them, a one-on-one and say, hey, you know, this, I need to kind of, you know, let's talk about how we want to handle media or whatever. Does that ever happen? Yeah. So Kent Partridge, who was the SID, the the guy they hired after the guy who hired me left, Kent came from Auburn. Kent had that meeting with him. Kent, and, and I think I went to I a see, few of them. I so, see what you mean. But we knew each other. Yeah. And so Kent worked that first football season with mm-hmm. us. And, um, um, and I think right into the next spring before he left. And so... I did have, but Mike and I had had a, a, a kind of established a, a relationship at that point. Yeah, you, you never were really. I, it's not. It's not to say you weren't close with Mike. Mike's mind was always working. Yes. So you didn't just sit down and shoot the crap. Yeah. With Mike. Right. Um, he would now if he wanted to do it, he would do it. But he would that conversation would be driven by him. Right. And um, but otherwise, his mind was always moving. That's crazy, man. And just just, yeah. just a just a really odd yeah. guy, but you know that doesn't make him a bad guy. Yeah. So okay, there was sometimes I'm not, what I loved is it was okay. So Tech had when I was there, Tech had practice, okay, football practice, and there's days. Where the media can come interview players, yeah, I can't remember right. what's that Tuesday or whatever sure. it was. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, something yeah, like something that, like that. Yeah. So, um, what, what I found fascinating is is that we would uh, be myself. It could be just me there, which is crazy, but um, it could be whatever. Emily might be there, Greg Miller might be there, whatever. But we would we would ask you or Blaine Beal, which Blaine Beal had baseball, but everybody had football basically. Right, right, right. Yeah. All hands on deck there. Right? Yeah. Is, am, I, am I right? No, about that's that? right. That's yeah, right. and it would say, mm-hmm. hey, can, can I? Can we get uh, you know? I mean, hey, can we get B.J. Simmons? And I mean, there was times where you, you know, you're like, no, no. And how, but how did, where did you get the, how did you get the go ahead of who to get to? Like, well, let's say I wanted to interview, uh, you know, Wes Welker. So it's kind of, it's kind of. Because we would ask you, but during practice, we'd look over, you'd walk over to us or Blaine, yeah. like, hey, who, who, who do y'all want to interview after that? It was two full process. Yeah. Um, Mike would let us know if there was somebody, you know, we might call the names out after practice or I might share them with him before he went to the huddle. And he said, well, we're, we're this person not going to be available today. Uh, he didn't do that very often, at least for the first few years. Yeah. Um, but there are times we might 
talk to a student athlete and say, look, I know you have done a lot of interviews. Yeah. You've done a lot. Let's do this one. And then we'll, you know, we'll give you a day. Yeah. And, um, it's hard to do with quarterback yeah. in that offense. It's yeah. very hard to give a quarterback off. Um, I remember Crabtree in 0708 was like, Chris, man, just he said, I'm doing, I said, no, Crab, I understand. But I mean, you, yeah. every game you do this, I mean, that you perform at this level, yep. man, we really need you. Yeah. And I you, said, you, I'll you. try to limit your time, but we really need you. But but then you would get the spot. I mean, because we always had a dozen players requested by right. people. Yeah. Yeah, and so there were like the guys from, easy to – Yeah, the guys from yeah. KMAC might yeah. want a couple of guys. And now yeah. we might want a couple of different guys and, you know, just whatever. So you just kind of use, you kind of use judgment. We didn't do that a lot, though. Yeah. We pretty much accommodated as many requests as we could. Yeah. Um, if the list got too long, we might pair some off. But yeah. uh, we wanted to be as accommodating as possible. Yeah, and, and and Lee and and Mike w- did too for for a while. Yeah, and then felt it was yeah, a but some, yeah, but yeah. Sometimes he would, and you could catch him in a good mood, you catch him in a bad mood. Is there yeah. but is there ever a, a time where like um, uh, I don't know. Just give me okay. Let me just set that straight. Let's, when, what's your best leech story that, that, maybe, that maybe we haven't heard, or if if my my listeners have heard it? By the way, he when I, no, you know what? We'll talk about that in a minute. I, I don't, mark that down. But anyway, just your best your best leech story. My, um, you know, one of my favorites, and and there are a lot. Yeah, and, and most of them I can tell. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but hey, there's an E on this on one this of podcast. my favorites. There's an e just and, and, I'm, and I'm going to share the names that were involved in this. So this was like in 2006. It was in 2005 or six on a Sunday night. You had that practice where you're just kind of going through the motions, work out the bruises and all that. Yeah. And I remember what I stopped at Chicken Express on the way in, and I got their sweet tea. So I walk out to practice, and there's Mike, Sonny Dykes, Dana Holgerson, Seth Luttrell. Um, and they're at, where, they're, are, they're, where are they? Well, Sonny's at DCU. Oh, Sonny, oh they're at different places. Yeah, they're at different they're, places. Oh, now, this shit. is 06, so we had this yes. stacked staff, right? Well, no, no, but I mean, but they're but, on the staff at the time. Yeah, they're on the staff okay, at the time. Okay, Bill yeah, yeah, Beatonbow yeah. was out there. And, yeah, and, I got you. you. Know, so, and, and Lincoln Riley's on this staff. Yeah, so anyway, I'm standing out there, and I'm talking to Dana and Sonny, and Mike comes out there. And, you know, the guys are going through the motions just pre-practice, and Mike says, well, you know, what are you drinking? And I said, sweet tea. Mm -hmm. We got a 10-minute, probably, you. it sounded BS, but he probably literally read a book one time on the origin of sweet tea, and he gave us a 10-minute lecture (laughs) on the origin of sweet tea. So I'm sitting here staring at him with two thoughts in mind going, what the hell? And the other one, I'm fascinated by it because I'm thinking, did he make this up or is it true? So he gives us the origin of sweet tea. By the way, to him, the state of Kentucky is not a southern state. Um, based on that conversation, hell yes, and it was that's hilarious. What, that's, that now that's that, that's good news. That's good stuff right there. So the whistle blows for practice, uh-huh. and Mike walks off, and Sonny Dykes looks at me and says, "Next time, come out here." He said, "And Sonny was great. We yeah. got along oh, great. Oh, oh. And Dana got along great. I shared a hotel. Son- I shared a hotel room with Sonny Dykes yeah, one time. Great guy. Yes. Oh, I love him. Sonny looks at me and Fantastic. says, "Next time, come out here. Yeah. Don't have anything in your hand. <laughs> Don't say anything." 
He said, don't wear anything that he might comment on. Yeah. He said, just stay away from Mike. He said, because the one thing we want to do is get out of here on, on time. Sunday night. Absolutely. I could, hear, I could just see that because, man, he would go on. He could. So that's man. one of my yeah. favorite yeah. stories. Just yeah. The, now, when, when was there, because um, now we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up Leach here real quick. Is yeah. um, But was there ever, I mean, and I know you probably did this, and we're going to talk about night too, some, yeah. but is there a time you just like, during the press conference or during an interview and, and uh, okay, let me ask you this. 60 minutes comes to town, right? 2005. That's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, what did, I mean, did, I mean, tell us how you prepare him for that and prepare for that whole thing. Cause 60 well, minutes, I mean, dude, that's the number one TV show almost all of all time. Well, really. the, the, you, what, what you said, how do you prepare Mike? You don't, you don't okay. uh, Mike, and just like night. They, yeah, to do the things but, their way. Okay. Um, you know, you know, they came in and sat down, and and you sit down with it, and you you think, okay. Um, and there were some reasons why I knew you. You really you try to prepare, a coach, yeah. but you don't. Yeah. Um, but I uh, we had a conversation about it, and and you know he he fine yeah. to him as another interview. Yeah. And um, but Scott Pelly did. Scott Pelly was a you know a, a tech grad a, was in the, in the college of media and communication yeah. Or, yeah. or or the journalism. Program I still love him. I think he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. great guy. Yeah. So he comes in and do the story, and you know that's one where you just sit and listen, and you kind of listen for things that that might jump out. And that was where Mike made the comments about uh, why does A and M get to play toy soldier. He said yeah. we should have pirate school. And I thought, oh, oh man. shit, um, oh, yeah. But shit. you know what? At the same time, um, the fans started, ate it. You damn right, oh. they did. And now that's and, and that's really when that is that really when that got started. Was that right is then when the pirate is, thing kind of got going. That is when the pirate thing got going publicly, and that is also when he really it launched him. It yeah. kind of launched yes. him, and and you know that same year. I think this was in the same year. The New York. Times Magazine came in as well, and, mm-hmm. and um, Michael Lewis, the author of Moneyball, mm-hmm. came in and did the story. And Mike said a lot of yet. those same things, and and uh, so you just kind of go, oh man! But man, the, the the that was unprecedented growth for our brand during yeah. those years. Those, oh, well, man, imagine. just unprecedented. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we've, we've talked on. We talked about least You're gonna get. You're gonna get some because we're gonna do here. We're gonna. We're gonna get. We're gonna change direction just a little bit. We'll, we'll hit Leach a little bit at the end because, man, I do promote and I say, hey, you have, you have questions for Chris Cook. You email them in. You do have. Uh, you, yeah. have pe- you have people that want to know things, and so uh, <laughs> I look uh, forward to answering those. Well, yeah, but uh, but 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 right now it's only one, one thing's gonna happen. That's cheesy, I know, but that sound means one thing and one thing only. And that means uh, you got to get ready. You're about to play Tied Down. Okay, let's okay. do it. You can play Tied Down now. Let me explain to everybody what Tied Down is. All right? Tied Down is a question. It's a game I play with all my guests, at least my first-time guests, if I feel comfortable doing it. I think I played it with everyone. You can win and you can lose. There have been losers. Chris Levels lost before. Okay. I like to say that. Issues to follow. Yeah. 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 So, um, But what there is is five questions. And, and, and there's right answer to all of them, even though they could be opinion questions, but if you happen to say the right one that I think is the right one, then you're going to get points for that. Now there will be a bonus question. I think if you need it, I hand points out irresponsibly as my man, Mark Youngblood says, uh, which you, you got to meet Mark yep, here today. Yep, yeah, he's good, dude. All right. But, uh, and then that's what it is. And what we'll do is some of the, some of the questions are timed. Okay. And then, um, we we'll, won't we'll, we'll go over them until after the game is over. 
Okay. okay. So I won't tell you if you got it right or got it wrong and, or, or, or some, anything like that. We'll just yeah. move on to the next question. Sounds good. But some of them are timed. Let me get my timer out and um, stopwatch. And uh, Okay, Chris, you're officially tied down, okay, right now. All right, here we go. Number one, you have 15 seconds. Okay. okay? I need four slang words for jail or prison. Clink. Link. Um, that's really all I know. <laughs> okay, number two. Now you have 20 seconds on this one. Okay, let me reset my, my clock. Okay, uh, 20 seconds. I need, uh, uh, you can get bonus points here, okay, if you name one of my favorites. And there are two, so you got two chances <laughs> okay. here. But you have 20 seconds to name me three John Candy films uh, Canadian Bacon, Vacation. Drawing a blank on the name, and I absolutely the, the, love this. Hey, man, this is a tough game. It it, it's like being game. on Jeopardy. You're like, it's different when you're that, in the game. There's, oh, Uncle, Uncle Buck. Okay, because there's people yelling at you right now in their in their cars and stuff. <laughs> right, there's right, people right. yelling at you. Okay, all right. So, so you, you went with uh, Canadian Bacon, Vacation, and Uncle Buck. All right, number three. No, no time on this one. Um, what's the the capital of Vermont? Montpelier. Okay, it's one of the only states I lack to get fifty states and listeners right now. So. <laughs> Please, somebody, if you know somebody in Vermont, tell them to hit record on our on windows or tie. I need to get to 50. Uh, right, Damn right. it. Okay. Number four, you have 15 seconds. Okay. And uh, this is kind of should be in your wheelhouse. Um, 15 seconds. I need you to name two pro sports teams. Okay. That their mascot is not a person or an animal. Go. 20 seconds. No, 15 seconds. Blues and the Reds. Number five. Pick one. And I'm not going to ask you why or what or one reason. You just have to pick the right answer, okay? Number five. Greg Miller, David Collier, or Vinny Vinzetta? <laughs> That's the Vindal. Got to go with the Vindal. Okay. I love those uh, other guys. Okay, bonus question. Um, what's the best Thanksgiving dinner side dish? Oh, that's that's dressing for me, hands down. Okay, let's put a stop on that. You're officially untied right now, but let's go over your answers. We'll see if you won. All right, I gave you 15 seconds to say four slang words for for jail or prison. You said clink. Okay, there's the big house. Oh yeah, and and there's the uh, uh, there's the the pokey, and there there you know. I know so many that I don't even have any right now. Yeah, so, uh, but partial credit. Okay, number two. You're a professor. You can give partial credit to kids. Right, you know, that's right. right. I do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, 20 seconds to name three John Candy movies. You were going to get extra if you named one of my favorite ones. You went with Canadian Bacon, not my favorite, but yes, Vacation, which I'm like, Whoa, I don't remember. What was he in Vacation? He's, he's the um, he's the uh, safe security guard. Oh, yeah. At the yeah. End. Oh, yep. he's, he's, he's at uh, <laughs> Wallywood. Oh, yeah. Yep. Golly. Yep. And then, and then uh, you said Uncle Buck. Well, okay, let me tell you right now. Uncle Buck is one of my two favorites. So the other get, one I couldn't get out was okay. Summer Rental. 
Okay. Oh, oh that is an all-timer yeah, for yes. me. Yeah. Um, but one of the all-timers for me, which is also my, one of my, if you do got bonus points, if you just said uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yes. One of the greatest movies. I love it so much. They're all coming now. Stripes. Yeah. I mean, they're See, all coming out yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You could get, yeah, you could get a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're under the gun, yeah. baby. Yeah, no yeah. pressure. No yeah, pressure. Exactly. Now. So, uh, uh, but you did get three, and you did get bonus points because you said Uncle Buck, one of my favorite ones. Okay. Uh, number three question: Capital of Vermont, Montpierre. Got it right off the bat. Boom. You got that correct. Number four, 15 seconds. They named two pro sports teams that's not a person or an animal. And you went, uh, where, what did you say? You said blues the, the, the blues and reds. P- perfect. And it's hard. Once you start thinking about it, yeah. you're like, because, uh, 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 I mean, really, it <laughs> is. Right. It's like, uh, well, you know, it's like, okay, San Diego Chargers. You know, I mean, yeah, that's, you know, there's something like that. Okay, you did go on that one. Um, number five, I said Greg Miller, David Collier, or Vinny Vinzetta. You said Vinny, and the correct answer is none of the above. So, yeah, just to let you know, bonus question, you said dressing, and dude, let me tell you right now, I wrote it down, dressing, you already see see it right there. Chris, you just won me over by a million because you said dressing and not stuffing, one, because that pissed me off. That pisses me off more than anything. It's not stuffing. And I don't, and nobody puts it in the bird anymore anyway. Yeah. Okay. Right. And it's great. Right. If you call it stuffing, okay, listen here, listen, if you say country fried steak instead of chicken fried steak, or if you say <laughs> stuffing instead of uh, dressing, I don't trust you. Yeah. I immediately don't trust you. So l- let me tell you right now, uh, with all those and you said dressing, yes, today. You are a winner right nice, now, Chris. Could you have a winner? You know what you win? You win two mm-hmm. Winners or stickers are right there. Sweet. And uh, Winners or Tie podcast bracelets. I will take it. Yes, yes, absolutely you'll take it. You'll take it and you'll wear them proudly. I certainly will. Okay, we're going to finish up this interview, my man. You're probably like, what am I doing here? You're like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? Uh, okay, we, we, we've got to... We've got to talk about because I was hit, I was there during this time, and and it just it's not about leech necessarily, yeah. Yeah. but um, I do want to ask you and 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 if, and if if it's you know tell but but about BJ BJ Simmons yeah um in that year because okay. that's that was the my my I was there that full year okay Th- how hard was that too and I mean do you know what I'm talking about here with the with this yeah okay yeah with his injury yeah mm-hmm. how hard was that did, did you know number one yeah you right. did know yeah. how hard is that I mean just to keep quiet cuz well can I tell the people what it is? Can I tell? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I think oh. it's already been out. Oh, I, think, there. I, yeah. I mean yeah. I know what it is. I just want to make sure just yeah, to keep, okay. I think it's been out. Okay, there. he tore his ACL yeah. celebrating. I was I guess I was jumped, in, yes. jumped in the end zone, yeah. Yes. And it's his senior year, man. He was behind. I mean, he he, he I mean, he waited and he and he was a badass. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and just when he you when he tore his ACL jumping up to celebrate. Right. How soon did you know it? And then when was the conversation about what we're gonna. He's gonna keep playing. I, I mean, I mean, I don't. I don't know if you're in there with the doctors. I'm just saying for, yeah, with no. you from the coaching staff. No, I think. Um, I think we knew something had happened. We weren't sure what. Mike was very coy on those things. Yeah. Um, but no, we we knew that 
that um, he was going to continue playing. And I think that was BJ one. BJ mm-hmm. was like, Hey, this is my last year. Yeah. It's my only shot. Definitely. I'll be damned. He said, do whatever you have to do to it. Give me the mm-hmm. biggest, fattest brace you can put on it. Make yeah. my leg bionic. <laughs> and so I think people knew that there was something there. I don't know if anyone ever knew officially. And that was one thing that, you know, that was a kid's, uh, you know, we see in athletics all the time, you share kids information, yeah. which is technically it's, it's FERPA uh, protected, but yes, um, but it is athletic. So you see it shared a lot, but Mike did not want to share that. And even though people, Started well, thinking, well, well, there's something here. He's wearing a brace, but we, what's the we knew. We, we knew, and I think Mike had told uh, Emily, and and and, but but we could not say it at all. Right, and yeah. there was a there was probably a lot of off the record, but I kept it to myself. Yeah, um, it wasn't until after the season that I think well, BJ no, went he, public with it. He said it at the press conference. I yeah. was sitting there going, yeah. "Oh shit, yeah, he's he's a uh, you know, yeah. he just so, told us, yeah." But you know that shows how tough that kid Yo, was, dude. Oh, I mean, so Lord. tough, yeah, yeah. And he wore big diamond earrings, and I and I'll yeah, talk, I, I dude, yeah. I love that, and I love hip hop music, and I know you are a, a, a particular connoisseur. Yeah, love I mean, uh, yeah, Absolutely. and so so um, and what, what group did Tupac start out in? Oh, it was Digital Underground. Dang right, yeah, baby. Right. San Francisco, Dang Oakland, right. Oakland, Oakland, man. Yeah. So that's what I love about you, man. Because you have a you have a mug on one of your <laughs> Facebook pictures that it's uh it's uh the Humpty Dance. The Humpty Dance yeah, yeah, I love that. Humpty, yeah. yeah, but I, I bet you uh, BJ Simmons could get down with a little Humpty Dance. Oh, I'm, I'm sure bet, he yeah, can. Yeah. I'm sure. He, I'm um, sure he can. Okay, so real quick here, not real quick, but here, um, Coach Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Did you have sleepless nights with, with because of Coach Knight? I mean, not I'm not saying because of him, but, but right. because of the situation, knowing what was coming, and it, no, or, you know, just I, I I mean, because you, were you the direct guy? Who was? I can't remember. Were you the? Well, the, so I was for the first about four months, three months maybe, because uh, he was hired in March, mm-hmm. and uh, then he had a guy that he brought over. Uh, brought oh, in. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but but he offered me the opportunity first to work with him. He said, Hey, and, 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 and I was, and he and I got along yeah. very well. Yeah. Now it doesn't mean we went and chummed it up for sure. If oh, I yeah. needed him, I brought up, I said, Hey, you talked to LaRusso McGuire today. And he was like, Oh yeah. yeah. And man, we talked Cardinals and I could get in what yes. I needed, but, yes. but no, I never had sleepless nights. He jumped my rear end one time because I needed him to do some interviews in Dallas and he'd not eaten yet. Oh shit! <laughs> and he was hungry. But, but, so, but, but, yeah, so, but that was the only time. But no, yeah. but no, I never had sleepless nights. He, he was. We got along. I knew I could read the room and knew when he when it seemed approachable or not. Just during those three months. Now mm-hmm. after that, um, you know, well during that time too. So he asked me to be his SID, mm-hmm. and I and I turned him down. Yeah, and I didn't turn him down on the spot. I said, "You need to go home, <laughs> think about it." And then come back. Yeah. Don't turn him down yeah. right here. That's you talking face. to yourself. That's yeah. you talking saying, hey, and I need to I need to sit on this. <laughs> but I came there because I want to do football. Yeah. And I had just been turned that been turned over to me uh-huh. of cut two months before. So I said, that's what I'm gonna do. Right. He respected that. And one of his guys said, No one has ever turned him down. Yeah. He said, You just gained some respect from him yeah. for doing that and you did it respectfully Dude, to him. And Chris, I was like, Man, I was shaken I when I told yeah. him. Oh, because my gosh. I thought I'm telling Bob Knight yeah. that I don't want to work with him yep. when it really I did, yep. but I wanted to work. I wanted football, yeah. and so and he and he, I remember one day too. Even my wife said, "Are you insane?" Um, <laughs> 
he, I told my wife, we, we'd been really busy, and I told her, I said, I said hey, we're going to go out to eat tonight. This is before we had a kiss. We're going to go out to eat tonight, blah, blah, blah. I said, I know I've been real busy. Well, Coach Knight asked me that afternoon. He said, hey, I'm going to go play nine. Uh-oh. Do you want to go? And I thought, I could play golf with Bob Knight. Yeah. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. thought. I told my wife I was going to take her out to eat. Yeah. So we're eating. And I said, you know, Coach, I asked, that night asked me to play golf with him this afternoon. She said, why didn't you play? I said, because I told you we're going out to eat. Are you You're something stupid. like, yeah. what? <laughs> She's like, well, you could have gone and done that. And I said, well, I thought I was doing the right thing. Man, you know what? Dude, that's so funny. Because yeah, you could have played nine with Coach I Knight. Played, I ended yeah, up that, playing a couple of Red Raider Club events yeah. with him. And, well, and now, now and, it's good, and, 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 and you, have, you never you want to speak ill of the dead. And, and But he was just not a, a, a person. He was not a joy to work with he, from the media. From I'm saying from even a local media guy. A challenge. Now, now, a challenge. I was I, I wanted to and what's funny is that he said he he in a press conference in the press room, yeah. uh it wasn't after a game, but we were in there for something. I don't remember and I asked him a question and because and, Greg wasn't there, Emily wasn't there. And uh he goes, What's your name? And I go, I'm Ty King with KCBD News Channel Eleven. And he goes, I know your dad. And I went, no, you do not know my dad. But my dad was a head coach here, and he started the West Texas Football Clinic with Bobby Davis. And he goes, your dad, I know your dad was a football coach here. He goes, and that's a pretty smart question, Mr. King. But don't don't think you can just start asking questions now. Okay, I'll never forget, after the press conference is over, I got middle fingers from David Collier, from everybody. Yeah. They're, they're like, dude. Mike Leach just said he knows. I mean, uh, uh, Bob Knight said he yeah. knows you. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, damn right, dude. I was like, damn, my, <laughs> my dad paid off finally for one. You know, uh, yeah, for like one, yeah. So, but uh, uh, but man, he was a. Um, I will say this, man. I'm in a group text with a lot of ex media guys here in Lubbock, and 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 uh, maybe some of them are still are. I don't know, but just it's just hard. He was just a man. He was he he was what. You think he was? He was that way. He was, and, and, and that made you. Yeah. I mean, and I know that not you weren't the guy, that, right? But, but it made it tough, man, because it just you well, know it, it did. It did in a way. Um, I still felt like I had a job to do in those months. We had a lot of interview requests after he was hired. Yeah, and, you know, and I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't just sit back and take no every. If I felt the interview was, mm. you know, if he said no to somebody from the Hartford Current. Fine, we won't do it for sure. But you know, Dallas Morning News, right? Because he didn't like the reporter. Yeah, it was, it was like, Brian, was like, Brian yeah, Davis. Was, Come on, Brian. Like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> we got a lot of alumni in Dallas, coach. Yeah, we, no kidding. We, we don't have social media right now. Yes, we need to be in the paper yeah. there. And he was like, no, no. And if we've you know persisted, but that there, you just had to know when. Yeah. And um, we knew also when he had these blow ups. That that happened. I remember Brian Davis working for the Morning News at yes, the time. Yep. Brian Davis, I comes, love, dude. I yep. love I love Brian Davis. Brian he was, Davis, he, he, awesome dude. And I got a guy. long about ten year text chain going with him too. Yeah, I love and him, another man. guy. But Brian Davis uh, came to me one time in a game and said, "Hey, coach, just did an interview with Steve Alford at half. Or uh, they did a taped interview with ESPN, and we were playing New Mexico that night. And he said, he said BS." 15 times mm-hmm. in there. And I said, 15? He said, yeah, it was counted. He said, well, he, wait, wait, he said the word bullshit? Yeah, 15 okay. times. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, when things like that happen... Oh, wait, wait, so wait a minute. Why would, why would Brian say that to you? For what? Because he's just giving me a heads up. Oh, he's oh, giving oh. Me a heads up. I see and, what you're saying. Yeah, I got said, you. Hey, I just heard okay. this. And I was like, wow. Gotcha. So, you know, the thing is, though, you knew those things were coming. Yeah. You, you knew they would happen. Mm-hmm. But because of who he was and his personality... Mm-hmm. Those things weren't bombastic. 
Yeah. You know, if if somebody like James Dickey, if you remember James oh, Dickey course, yeah. had done that, yeah, that would have been people like, whoa. Right. You know, right. but Bob or if Marsha Sharp would have yeah. if Marsha Sharp would have done, done it, oh my God. Been like, oh my God. That'd have been on the front page. But if Marsha Sharp would have done it. Yeah. It didn't make it right. Yeah. But it it closed the gap of it being something that mm-hmm. was just so off the wall. Yes. Um, that and, and, that it was difficult to deal with. I can remember just being there at games and then you'd see Pedro Gonzalez walk in. And that's his name, right? Pedro Gonzalez from Pedro, somebody from ESPN. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, but, yeah. And I mean, he was not there to do a. Well, a, yeah. a, a he wasn't there yeah. to do a a, a fancy piece no. on 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 a. No. On, you know what I'm saying? And, he, and everybody knew that. <laughs> right. You know, he wasn't there to really. Hey, hey, let's talk great about Bob Knight. Yeah. You know, but 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 you, I, I bet you don't know this. This is what's crazy. We had an intern come in one day at Channel Eleven. Okay. And he went and followed Emily around. We went to, like, we did a high school football interview or something. I don't remember. And then she came back. She had a couple things to do. And she goes, and and then she went to the game. And he went to the game with me, this intern, this high school kid. No, yeah. college kid, intern. Yeah. And Emily had to go back and start working on the show because the game was going to be done for 10 o'clock news. Okay, so... This kid, and I don't. I really haven't talked to this kid much anymore. But anyway, I got in there I sat, at the press conference. I set up my camera, everything, and I said, "Dude, just sit right here. This is going to be. This is going to be. Oh, it's like a once in a lifetime experience. You get to sit here during a press conference yeah. with Bob Knight. I go, don't say a damn word. Don't just 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 sit there and just watch. This is pretty fun. It's even fun for me, you know. And I'm just sitting there in the back where my camera was, you know. And I would just get sound. I was like, hey, we can just get sound bites from whatever whoever asked him a question. And I'll be damn, this son of a bitch raised his hand. And he said something. And he, that was the line. He goes, what are you doing? What, what, what? And he goes, listen, you're getting into a profession. It's about one, whatever, step above uh, prostitution. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm in the back and I bet you my face is just like. Oh, there's no doubt. I was like, oh shit, man. I mean, I'm like. I've ruined it. I've ruined my our reputation. I've ruined because because it's going to get because you know not nobody really cares in the whole world who asked that question because right. it was a stupid question. Whatever he said, I don't even remember what he said. But in the in the media world, you know, you, yes, you get to know these guys and they're your friends, but they're also your competition. And they're like, who in the hell brought this guy? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, and I mean, I was like, oh god. I got back to the room. I mean, we got in the van, the live truck van. We drove back. I said, don't say anything, dude. Don't, just don't, don't. And we walked into the sports office and Emily said, what the hell happened? Yeah. She already knew. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. I told yeah, him, I said, I looked yeah. at him and I said, I told you not to say, did I not tell you? He goes, yeah, but I was going to take my, ch-. I went, oh my God. He shot a shot. Yeah, he yep, did. He and he, did. And he, and he missed it. Yeah. But he yeah, missed. So, yeah. um, hey, let me ask you real quick when yeah. you're working with athletes, but before we, we're going to get to email questions and we'll come on, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, but when you're working with, I remember um, when I was at South Plains, they would bring the athletes in and go through practice, kind of practice yeah. uh, get interviews, you know, and just say, hey, you know, you always want to look at the, and, and, you know, yes or no answers are not right. good and kind of that kind of stuff. Do you guys, did you, did y'all do that to have a class or like a, a, a you know, a seminar with it, with athletes to go, hey, yeah. you know. Well, in, in a way, before each season, we would I'd have the opportunity to speak to the team, and and so I would talk to the team for I probably had about fifteen minutes, and right. we would run through things about you know your uh, it's it's a responsibility 
to do interviews because you have a fan base that wants to hear from you. You know, it's not – you're obligated in a way. Um, and so uh, – and then we would talk through some of the tips. But yeah. we really took the opportunity to do that. We didn't do formal sit-down stuff. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Um, because we needed Mike's buy-in on that. Mike yeah. didn't want to take the time to do that. And a lot of coaches don't. That's not to yeah. say he's on an island on that. Yeah. But what we did is we did it as we – came to those sit down interviews and yeah. things like that. We talked to him about those things and, yeah. and just say, you know, here, here's what you need to do. Yeah. And, and our guys for the most part were pretty good, yeah. especially the leaders well, on the team. That right. Were requested. Will, you know, what's funny is that, that what my, my year that I would really cover football, football the whole season was the BJ Simmons uh, quarterback year, which is what? 2003. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what was funny. You saw one, I saw one guy get so much better at interviews throughout the year because at the beginning, Wes Welker couldn't put five words. No, no, he, no, he could not. I mean, it yeah. was like, damn it! I was like, why is Wes the one? Yeah. I don't know how y'all chose the guys or whatever, but he was Wes, very nervous and, and, he and would, uncertain. And, and I was like, yeah. God Almighty! I was like, just give me Chad Johnson. I mean, Chad, Chad was this this uh, cornerback yeah. from Louisiana, mm-hmm. and he could sit there and talk it up and yeah, chop yeah. it up with you yeah. and, and answer your, you know. You could ask him a yes or no question. Hey, right. hey, Chad, how you feeling? I mean, or, or he go, you can go. Hey, Chad, you feeling good? He'd go. Oh man, let, you know, let me tell you about this, 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 this. Yeah. You'd ask Wes. Go. Hey, Wes, are you feeling pretty good? Yep. Yeah, you, yeah, you, 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 like, yeah, you can't. Oh my God. You got to carry. You got to word your questions around Wes. But, yeah, but Wes, you know, you're right. He got he got a lot better as yes. the season went on and his career went on. He just got he opened up big time. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. I, and I see him when I saw him like in in and in, in the pros get you know, taken in. He's so he, good. He did yeah. that interview talking about Coach Ryan's feet the whole time. Yeah. I went, that is not the guy I talked yeah, he's to. A fun, he's a funny dude. He was dude. He was really he was really funny. Really funny. And uh, um, okay. Uh, uh, Real quick before we go to the email questions, yeah, Bob Knight. Mm-hmm. What, what which one do we want to talk about? I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, which 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 I know, and I know you weren't the head guy, the point right. man, but which was the bigger deal? I mean, what was the biggest deal you had to go with through him? Was it the salad or? You Uh-oh. know, the the so the salad thing was another one of those, and I'll tell you. Let me tell you, how I found out about that. Well, okay, hold on just a second, because a lot of people yeah. listen to my show are like a salad. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 he was uh, went to a salad bar for lunch in Lubbock at one of our local places, and yep. he threw well. What he, he, th- he, he threw it. He, he was threw fixing the salad. salad and he yes. threw it at, at the, the salad bar. At the Chancellor of the University. This was before Ken Hans. It was not Chancellor Hans. Yes, it wasn't. You're right. You're right about that. It was was Chancellor Smith. But he, he, yeah, he threw it. And so how I found out about that was from Emily Jones. She was working at Fox Southwest in Dallas. She calls us, hey, I just heard this. Like, what? That's bizarre. Yeah. And so, you know, it made the rounds. But just like anything else, it made the So was that a big deal? What made it a big deal was the act. It wasn't the that he got mad. Yeah, it was that he threw a salad at, at the, the university chancellor. Yes, but it's and, in a, at the salad bar in yeah, a public the place. Bar, yeah, which and and I don't mean this to as as a joke, but it was just ironic. I found out I was standing at that very salad bar when I found out he passed. No kidding. A couple weeks ago, yeah, I was standing there. Somebody texted, and I was like, "Wait a minute." No, no way, way am I standing right here when I right. get that. But, that but anyway, is but, wild. But, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, 
You know, I would say what the biggest thing was when the, he retired. Okay, and when and the prostitution thing, because I mean, and I was there for that. But that was a big deal. Yeah, but, he. But, I mean, there were a lot of things he said. But yeah. when you look at big event, yeah, it was the retirement. Mid, it was the mid season. Yeah. retirement. Yeah, and um, yeah, that was the, that was the big now, thing. The 800th win, 800th win was, was a massive, massive deal. Yeah. Okay, and and here's where I really uh, now I I, I I here's why I love Coach Knight as a coach, and I thought he was a great basketball coach, and and uh, but man, I hated the way, and hate's a strong word, on it, and I don't mean it in that way, but the way he treated Andre Emmett was 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 really to me truly unfair. And this is coming from a media perspective, yeah. but also coming from a guy that I was, you know, I mean, okay, you know, Hutch Knight wins his 800th game and streamers come down and this, all this, and it's a big deal. And he gets yeah. the microphone and talks about this and it's, it's all about him. But when Andre Emmett is the, breaks the scoring record, you know, to become big 12 all time leading yeah. scorer, he, he didn't even bring him. He didn't even come out. Yeah. Like we didn't even get to talk to him. Yeah. And he, and his reasoning was, he goes, he would have to thank every coach, every teammate, every uh, uh, person ever drove him to a game yeah. if, if he wanted to. That, that's what he would have to do if you brought him out here. And I was like, well, that's not what you did for 800 right. wins, you know? So he, he, he was, that's where I got frustrated with him was on shit like that. He was, he, he was hard on Andre. Andre would tur- turn around and tell you, though, years later yeah. that, that he said, I'm able to play basketball. Yes. Um, somewhat professionally. I mean, he had a little bit of run, and he played. He was in that big three league when he passed, and yeah. and but he was doing well. He was a star in that league, yes, Ice Cube's league. He was a star, and yeah. and but he would tell you, he said, "Man, Coach Knight made me. He made me tough." Yes, and and Andre needed that, but Andre was yeah. a great kid. Man, yeah, and and, kid. and I really and I loved him, and I yeah. it, it, that was just the one time I was like, man, yeah. that kind of sucks. And yeah, it and, does. Yeah. And um, but. And I'm sure there's shit that happened in practice that you didn't, we don't see, you know, of course nobody sees, but anyway. Um, Okay. Mr. Chris Cook. All right. I I do want to remind, I'm going to give you some email questions. I got some pretty funny ones. Uh, Oh my God. People, I guess people know I've got you in here because I've got 22 text messages. Let me tell you the last time I had 22 (laughs) text messages. Um, And I can tell you right now, I'm single ladies and I've never been married. No kids. Two bedroom apartment. The second bedroom is a studio, baby. It's, a, it's the Black Flag studio. So if that would make you want to call me, I don't know right, what, right. What, what would. But uh, I do want to remind everybody just real quick that uh, today's episode with Chris Cook, Mr. Chris Cook, in your uh, title is what? Uh, Assistant Dean for Enrollment Management Marketing, Professor of Practice, Public Relations. Okay. Yeah, that's enough of that. That's good. Uh, okay. It's brought to you by MB3 <laughs> Landscapes. Contact that uh, 806-368-1108. And because that's why if you live in the 806 area code, uh, well, maybe not Amarillo, but but let me tell you what Matt Byer will do for MB3 Landscapes. He, will, he, he says, this is his quote, don't lift a finger, let us do it all for you. From providing the Christmas lights, cut to your house, install, take down, Free storage and everything in between. What they'll do, he'll 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 put up the lights on your house, Chris, and take them down, and then come back next yep. year and do it again. And I mean, you know, pretty good deal. That's a pretty good deal if you ask me. Okay, all right. Emails to Mister. Okay, I, I put it out there. All right, I got Chris Cook coming in, and uh, and and I just. Because you're such a good dude, man. I mean, first off, before the emails come in, let me just say this, man. Let me say this. You had an impact on me, and you don't even. Rem- I mean, man, I was the third guy at Channel Eleven. I'm just like, you know. I mean, I'm a, I'm a peon, and really, I'm just there to grunt work, and I got to anchor every once in a while, and or you, 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 
you didn't know me because there was a thousands of me, but I, but I knew you, and you were always so respectful and so nice to me, and you were so I mean just professional as could be, but but at the same time professional and personal at the same time right. you could be all all those things in which I find it very hard in people I find that a very hard uh, uh, trait to come by so and I want to thank you for that man because well, you, you really did you really made an impact on me I loved you man I thought well, you were I appreciate awesome. that yeah. and I take that as a compliment I you know I've always um, you know, try to try to treat people fairly yeah so I appreciate that well uh, the reason and I mean I say that because I mean it but some of the emails coming in I just want you to be prepared for okay no just play, <laughs> just play. <laughs> sure no problem man one of my good buddies man he, he dislocated my shoulder in a ninth grade basketball game <laughs> I love this guy and, we, and I lived in Biloxi for a while and he lived in Hattiesburg it was for Scott Cody alright oh, yeah. Scott, Scott Cody yeah man yep. Scott Cody uh, he sent in he goes uh, uh, one, his first question is does an SID despise National Signing Day as much as reporters do. Yes. That, now, is that terrible? How, why? Yeah, yeah well, talk about I, I, that. Actually, it's that's not a, the signing day. A, by the way, great question, Scott. That is a great question. No, you know, here, here's the thing about signing day is you 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 keep up with what these these just names that keep coming. The, the names that keep coming. Um, oh, no. Will you take a picture of me? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I will. I mean, yeah. Am I that vein? Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But but I, need, I, I, need it, I need it with that, uh, with the, with the on-air sign and everything. Right yeah, there, yeah, right okay. there. Yep, there well, it is. This is why you're talking about I'll Scott Cody. Okay. Yeah, thanks. So, yeah, Appreciate Scott, that. Scott Cody, you just got interrupted. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, it's, so the thing with National Signing Day is you're putting together bios of student-athletes, a lot of them who aren't signing. Uh, but you have to be prepared. So you're putting together oh, bios about 40 players. I don't even think about and, that. And so for us, it was, you know, that day's a little hectic. As you as your technology started advancing, the way you shared that, all right, hey, we need to share, you know, oh, all of a sudden we've got Twitter. Now, mm-hmm. Facebook is mm-hmm. really was not a huge deal, even from 04 to 09, yeah. which is my last season. But Twitter became one. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to tweet these out? What are we going to share? So it's all these stuff started compounding with signing day. But for me, it was the it was doing the research and writing the bios of 15, 20 kids that weren't going to sign, but you needed to be prepared. Yeah, because they could, but you didn't know. They could. You need to be prepared, and you need to be prepared for the backup guys that, you know, there might be some guys that, you know, if you hit your 25, they're going to be preferred walk-ons or something like that. You you have to just be. So it was was not – I was never big into the recruiting part of it, of – of oh, just oh, following it because guys would commit and not sign and not con- yeah. and so you just like let me know the day before let's really narrow that list down yeah and I will hammer out these bios yeah because you so that's I, how we I did can, it. We would, yeah. you would get calls from us in the media just just, yeah. just all the time and and that was man that's right whenever I was that year I was there at Channel Eleven I was there a couple of years but but I mean that's when getting a scoop on an athlete committing. Was the biggest deal you could have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. If you could, if, as a reporter or a station, if you could get the scoop on that, you know, that was like it was yeah. crazy stuff. So you, uh, it was crazy, and there was that one kid from Florida, Xavier, or, or uh, I don't know, he was huge recruit, and it was like, and it was between him, Florida State, between Florida State, and, for some, yeah. I don't know, yeah. but Emily had a connection, and it was you know the internet, and I mean, yeah. man, it, 
I can imagine. Yeah, it, that was a sh- that is that's a yeah, shitty day. Because well, I mean, it's just come the day. on. It, I, I love the kids. Oh, for the sure, kids, it's not man, their fault. The yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it was the process yeah. that that <laughs> all the work that was yeah, you just, know on the cutting room floor and, and it was all these. Yeah, but it yeah, was yeah, it, man. It, yeah, signing yeah. day is a challenge. You did yeah. all this work and wrote a big bio and then, and then you're ready and then and then this kid signs with uh, Houston. Yeah. you know, and you're like. Are you shitting me and or especially whatever? Especially in the early days of, you know, the internet really, none of us really started, our organizations had internet in 95, 96. Right, right. And nobody knew how to use it. You yeah. had a couple of people on campus and, you know, I get to tech and we've got this platform we can use. Mm-hmm. But man, it was still very much a clunky process. Right. And, and so to do all that, to surf the web, to find tidbits of information on these guys, because yeah. sometimes the information you had from coaches wasn't complete. It's not their fault. It's what they're providing. Right. And so, yeah, it's just a pain in the butt. Scott's right. And and, and, and really, I want to ask you, just because I had this in my my notes to ask you about, and I forgot, so that's on me. But uh, uh, I want to – okay, so so 60 Minutes came to town, correct? Okay. And they do – and New York Times comes to town. That's a big deal. But compare that to college game day. Now, when that comes to town, how do you – I mean, man – That was so so awesome. That was probably one of the – people talk about the catch that night being a great experience from a media standpoint. Mm -hmm. That week and the week after with Oklahoma State because was probably from my career – were peak moments because of, because they they and, came for the Oklahoma they, they came for the Texas game or did they come or did they, they come for both they came for the Texas game we had the same crew for the Oklahoma game yeah Oklahoma State game. Oklahoma State game right and so so game day was in Lubbock twice no they were no. in Lubbock just the Texas week oh just the Texas they, week they, there was a chance yeah. they were going to stay but they opted yeah. I can't remember what happened or where they went I don't remember that but either, there was but, some win or something. Yeah. The people are like they were about to do a back to back. I don't realize and, and, how close you yeah, were. Yeah, I don't know the thing. I don't know how many times I've ever done back to back, but that's pretty close. But yeah. it was. But I tell you what, that that those two weeks, that whole season was incredible. But those two weeks, from a media standpoint, and the demand that we had. Yeah. I mean, Blaine, Blaine and I and Tam, we were working. Oh, I bet. nonstop. And, and, and to get, the, and, you know, and it was awesome. How, we loved every how minute do you, of it. How do, does do, do, do they? Does like one of the guys at ESPN, one of those guys, do they get Coach Knight on there, or do you? They call you and say, "Hey, can we get Coach Knight no, to stay they, on the they desk?" Got, they, they, I mean, they, I'm um, sure they got contacts and stuff yeah, like that. Well, but I mean, at you know. ESPN, they they all have contacts with Coach Knight there, so they didn't really yeah. need us. But they they went through his office and got him out there, and and of course he's happy to do it. And uh, that, that's always a great video, but yeah, that, um, then, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, and he know, says, "I hope we beat their ass," beat and, their I, and ass, I love yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah that I was love great. That. So, yeah. no, that that was a very good, that was a great moment for us, man. And man, it was that such had... a well done process. And yeah. we had a we had Blaine, I can we had seven hundred and thirty five oh, oh. media credentials out. Now, typically in a game, we would have. 200 or so that includes okay. photographers and press for the people that don't know let, yeah. let people know what a media credential is media what, what, credential what so there are various types of photography uh, and mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. and 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 media up in the press box but for that game the press box only seated about 120 and that's uncomfortably 120 <laughs> kind of cramming them in yeah then you set up seats on the camera deck which is below the club level right and in some open spaces and you end up sticking some people down there yeah. we also had um uh, radio that wasn't for either school. It was national radio. Yeah, uh, college football. Was, uh, it was ESPN radio. Yeah, and so we had place for them. But we had with crew. There's a lot of TV crew. Game day had its own crew. ABC had its own crew. Oh my word! So we were about 735 media passes out. A lot of those crew. 
Yeah. So they weren't crammed in our stadium. So, so they couldn't come up when, when you have a certain yeah. your you credentials a certain are different. In the yeah. press box. I remember. Yeah. I remember what mine yeah. was. You know what mine was. Mine was Emily saying, "Stand right there and don't fucking." Yeah, just, yeah. Just, just just video of the game. Yeah. yeah so, and, no, and, yeah. I was, and I was one of my biggest fears in the entire world. Well, horses. So, dude, and I'm being serious. That 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 freaking horse. Every time it got near me, oh. she she would laugh her ass <laughs> off. Because I would I would run right away. I'd like, no no no. I don't want to be near. But anyway, so game day, you mm-hmm. would have how many normal credentials would you hand out for you know, before a normal game? I would probably probably two fifty. Yeah, maybe three hundred. But where do you say no? How do you say no to something? Well, so. You know, the thing is, it, you have to, when you start getting demands like that, uh, we were having such a special year. There was, we tried to fit people where we could, squeeze them in. But you, you start having to limit. You start having to say, because what happens is your TV, it, TV and it's not a knock on TV stations, but TV stations, newspapers, all your media, not only do the regular people who come and cover, now the news side wants to come yes. because oh, it's a big yeah. season. Yeah, now, now Karen yeah, Adler yeah. want to be there. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. news side wants to come. <laughs> nothing so you against, nothing dis- against the great Karen yeah, Adler. Yeah, but, yeah nothing no, against yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. It was yeah, exciting. Yeah. But we had to we, – how do we accommodate that knowing this is a big story right. and, and they want to do news side pieces? So I remember we – I remember KMAC – uh, they used to set up a pregame up outside. on the, I up on the roof yeah. of the South End Zone building on that South um, well, uh, East Side. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, and because those were ABC games. Yeah, and so um, we had there were just a lot of things like that, and you really you had to tell people no, and it was tough. Yeah. But we're like, hey, you know what? We got Baylor coming up. We'll get you in. Well, I don't, hell, I don't want Baylor. Yeah, you don't want, I mean, who cares? I want this yeah. one in Oklahoma State. And, yeah. And so it, it, it th- but, that but was how always far hard. in advance? Like, say, because so something starts happening, you know? So, because you don't do that in a, you don't, at, during the 08 year, you, you didn't, you didn't start and say, hey, we know that, that the Texas game is going to be the greatest game I've ever right. played. You would, you would but, get, but, people would, for, well, what happened is you would get uh, from the visiting SID, hmm. they would send you a media list. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and that's how it was. I don't know if it's still that way, but but, but, that, but you you would coordinate with the other schools. Yeah, like, like Kitty Mossman at Oklahoma, or, or John Bianco at Texas. Mm. John would his crew, his staff would send me a media list. Here are the credentials we need. Okay, and the their local media could do it online, mm-hmm. or sometimes the, the, there was a time that stopped, but they would just add all those people. We would send the credentials to UT. They would distribute them at their press conference that week. I see. So everybody had it. And you had some stragglers that would come in. For sure. Um, we started seeing a lot of requests for that game probably three weeks, four weeks into the season. Really? Oh, <laughs> damn. Okay. Hey, Scott Cody also wants to know. Um, he, this is a good question, too. And, and this is an opinion, but it's a good question. Um, who's the best two-sport athlete at Texas Tech that never materialized? Shad Williams, Michael Crabtree, Pat Mahomes, or other? Like... And, and first off, well, for, yeah, hey, that, now wait, I have a good question for you, though. Yeah. You know what? I'm sorry, Scott. Well, that doesn't matter. You know, I, I would tell you Brian Bishop probably or somebody like that. But Or, or I would tell you Zebby Lethridge or something. Yeah, but, 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 but I, I want to really ask you this. This is, a, this is, a, this is a, a, a text I got from a person. Who's the most famous person in your phone that you could call? Oh, um God, you know what's crazy? That it takes you that long to answer. That's what. I mean, that's amazing to me. Like I've got, I've got plenty. I've got Vital. I've got um, Archie got Manning and um, Vital. God. 
Um, you got Dickie Vitale's number. Let's I call him. Let's call him, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that number blocked. Not yeah. that I'll ever need him again, right. but I don't yeah, need exactly. that number blocked. But, but, but you know, it's uh, Archie Manning and, and Dick Vitale come to mind. There's tons of media out there. Yeah. Um, you, some, you know, just there, there's a lot Pat, of folks. Do you have Pat Mahomes' number? I do not have him. I, I did not cross. I've got... I think I've got Cliff's latest number. I, Wes yeah. is, I don't have his latest. Um, gotcha. Yeah. But, you know, but uh, yeah. tech people have got some. But yeah. Yeah. I would say probably Manning. And, yeah. And, 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 um, and Dick Vitale. Yeah. Damn, dude. And Dick, does Dick Vitale have a flip phone? Musk, I have Musburger's number, too. You've got Britt Musburger. Come on, I don't know if it's the same. Dude. I haven't yeah. Herb Street. I, you are <laughs> looking live. Do you know, man, how big of a big deal that is to me? And then Herb Street? Yeah. Oh God, dang you, man! Gosh, so. after this is over, I want I'm, we're, we're calling Herb Street. So no, I'm just playing. Uh, uh, but that, but that, but that question really it was. I mean, uh, you know who else was a great? Cody Fuller was awesome. Cody Fuller was an incredible two yeah. sport athlete. Yeah, yeah, but There's never no materialized. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he, he, no, yeah, he he materialized. Hell, he was a great baseball shoot player. Yeah, man, he was awesome. Good football player, good good yeah. utility guy. But yeah, yeah, but not materialized. I, I think it depends on why they didn't materialize. Though. Right. Yeah, was it? Like, the focus was like, turned. Pat was just turned to focus football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so you know. Well, well but, and and you know, you know, and I won't get into that. Um, um, also, Scott, <laughs> this is a pretty funny question though, and it's kind of an inside joke question for some of the media guys here in Lubbock. But uh, uh, he goes, "Who would win in a fight between Randy Farley and Don Williams?" <laughs> Oh man! That, I want you to answer we, that. We could go. That we we don't need to elaborate on that. But I would say I would say Don's from Tulia, man. Don, Don's hey, going to be pretty feisty. Yeah, them Hornets. He, they, they, they don't, they don't well, mess around. And don't let him fool you. He's quiet. Yeah. Don't let him fool you. Yeah. Don Williams. He's, he, he, he'll get after him. Yeah, he's scrappy, as they say. Right? I, I think so. Yeah, he's scrappy. That's a good question. Hey, okay. So listen, um, I, I taught media out at Friendship for for a few years, and um, I remember I ta- started out in junior, junior high class. And I had this girl in my class, and and she wanted to turn every just we're just trying to do the announcements like a newscast. That's all we're trying to do. Hey, let's just get out when the tryouts are for cheerleader. Let's just let's just do that, right. and we would do them live. I wanted to do them live, oh, so yeah, we would. Yeah. Go. Now Macy, and her name is Macy Martinez. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no Macy. Macy. So anyway. <laughs> She wanted to be. She wanted to be the. She wanted to be a, a, a Good Morning America and Saturday Night Live and sixty minutes all in one show. That's what she wanted. Her right. her, her her dreams were like. She, she was like, why can't? And I was like, listen, listen, Macy. I'm just trying to keep the kid from on camera one from not falling asleep or, right. or, 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 or you know just <laughs> let's just can we just read the announcement you know but I love her so much man yeah she's you good talk about she's put some awesome. passion she's into good. everything yeah. okay well first off hi oh, yeah, okay she's <laughs> but she's a big tech fan as we know right. Yeah. I mean, I would say pretty big. Did you get her you, when you were a professor or college? You, 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 professor. She, she took one of my classes. I was teaching. Um, I was t- uh, teaching every uh, you know every other semester. Or so yeah, um, and she was in one of my classes. I see. She I was see. She's very just a great student. So, so you know exactly what I was going through. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she, oh, oh, she was oh, awesome. She's she very she, enthusiastic. Oh, let me tell you right now. She had the best grade in my class every every six weeks. I'm There's sure. no doubt about it, man. There's no doubt about it. But I just be like, hey. Uh, yeah, I think she made a C in my class. Yeah. That's all right. We don't need to share that. <laughs> oh, you can see mine is bad. But Macy, she says, "Hey, evidently this is an inside thing because uh, I don't yeah. really, I, but I, oh, yeah. I, I see this on Twitter a little bit." But but um, and Macy wants to know my best friend Mackenzie and I would very much appreciate if you would ask Mister Christopher Cook 
if he could pick two of his best, possibly favorite students ever, who would they be? Now, I guess she's, she's you know, that's called, to me, in, 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 our, in, in the podcast world, that's called cheap heat. She, okay? She's leading, she's leading yeah. the answer there. Yeah, 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 she's yeah, leading yeah, the answer. We call it cheap and, heat in and, the podcast world. But and, you yeah. know, I, I would, I would uh, yes. So Her and McKenzie. She and McKenzie were awesome students. There's been a lot, but I, I can't forget them because they're always in my feed. I'm telling you, They're man. always in the, so I'm going to tell you what they did yeah. to me. Going into earlier this year, they were going to see Taylor Swift or something. They said, hey, it's 40 days from the Taylor Swift concert we're going to. So we're going to, on your Facebook feed, we're going to give you a fact of the day. Because I gave them crap about Taylor Swift. About Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift's terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I don't listen. I just didn't listen to Taylor Swift. She's an incredible musician. Okay. But I just told them, I said, I don't care. So they, on my feed for 40 days, they alternated Mm -hmm. putting facts of the day of Taylor Swift on my Facebook feed. That's funny. And my wife thought it was hilarious. My mom finally got into it, thought it was hilarious. And I was like, oh my my God. They they annoyed the crap out of me for 40 days. But they're but if anybody's going to annoy me, they're fine doing it. And I need to add, she asked a question later, but I got to say this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I got a man, I got a little bit of a the first game that Taylor Swift went to for Travis Kelsey. I just posted this on my Facebook because I thought it was funny. Because yeah. I think to me, I thought she was, I thought to me, this is something she would say. So right. I just put it in quotation marks. I just put it, come on, Travis, kick a touchdown. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and Taylor Swift. Ooh, dude, but, but, yeah, you hey, got dude, lit up, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Are you shitting me, dude? I mean, yeah. I was like, no, I like Taylor. No, don't get it. I like Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Willow is one of my top five songs of all time right now. Like, yeah. I love that song. But, dude, I mean, dude, you do not, don't, don't mess. No. Do no. not mess. I'm just telling no, you. Don't, you don't miss yeah. the Swifties. They, yeah. they can, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Macy wants to know, um, well, first off, she said he's the best. And, 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 and I said, well, I need more stories. And so she said, you know, I was like, okay, well, we don't need, you know, but, uh, um, I got a pick here, and because I, 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 I want to wrap this up, I try to keep all my episodes under two hours now. Okay, yeah, um, and I've cool. yeah, and, and and we're at an hour and a half, and we're almost done. But Tyler and I, man, he came in. You know what? Four and a half hours. Dang, that's incredible. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, exactly. It is awesome. I, I did an episode by myself for an hour and a half. <laughs> Nobody in my kitchen, in my yeah. kitchen table. Anyway, yeah. okay, it, it, this is going to go an hour and a half if I keep talking. Um, right. I, I mean, uh, uh, right. four good. hours. Um, um, well. Okay, when you left tech, yeah, and you went to work at Capital Bank, or yeah, uh, I mean, first I, financial bank, first yeah. financial bank, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that about? And and compare and contrast, and when you came back, and and just t- just walk us through that a little bit, because I, I would like to know that too. Yeah, you know, I was um, so I'd been thinking for for probably about a year. Um, I was approaching a term fifty in twenty twenty, which anybody that sees me is shocked by that because I, I don't look a day over. Dude, you look fantastic. Look I'm telling you right and, now, uh, you look fantastic. So so. so you know, I started thinking, I said, all right, if you're going to do something else, you've been on college campuses now for, you know, it was at that time, it was 28 years. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do something else, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't actively looking. I, I mean, I wasn't. I, I, had, I had a good job, enjoyed it um, in the in administration at Tech. But um, one morning, I'd finished a run, 6.45, my phone rings from the CEO of the bank. He's a tech guy, and he and I had worked on a project together. Mm-hmm. And he said, marketing guy left, told me last night he's leaving. He said, I want you mm-hmm. in this position. Uh, good salesperson. I mean, he's not going to take no for an answer. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a, we had a follow up call, and um, you know, it just felt right. Yeah. And we worked it out to where I could commute to Abilene. That's where the bank is located. Oh, okay, I didn't know and that. So I commuted once a week to Abilene. Yeah. Had an apartment down there across the street from the bank, downtown Abilene. And you know, it was it was different. 
I mean, I'd been on college campuses for 28 years. Yeah, that's got to be It was crazy. different. It was very corporate. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't work for a better organization yeah. and the better support. I had a budget that was insane. Yeah. Um, I was given the freedom to introduce. We did a lot of storytelling instead of traditional marketing and ads and things. And we saw growth in social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the brand grew. Business grew. And I'm not saying business directly related to marketing, but you know, it didn't hurt. Um, you can but, always say, say, hey, but, well, but, hey, but, hey, you, you know, know say, hey, <laughs> business didn't go down based on our marketing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, uh, you know, but but things were things went very yeah. well, and and I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the freedom I had. No one ever leaned on us, breathed down our throat. But in the end, when yeah. I got a call earlier this year from tech, from the college meeting communication, I always thought I would end up back there, Yeah. but I thought it would be like eight, 10 years down the road. Maybe when I'm 60, sure. I would end up teaching in, in retirement. Cause you have your master's. Yeah. And, I have yeah, my yeah. master's and, and I'd been teaching already just yeah. here and there. Right. But I thought I would go back and be a full-time, you know, professor in retirement. Mm-hmm. And I got a call that said, Hey, we've got an idea. And we were putting this position together. It's going to run marketing, oversee marketing, oversee enrollment. Now, there's a person doing enrollment, and she's fantastic. Um, But they're going to report to you. And then you're also going to be a professor of practice in public relations, which is what drew me back. I yeah. wanted to teach That's full cool. time. That but they cool. added yeah. these other pieces in there to, to, to yeah. because I really wasn't ready to give up the it's marketing like, and comms. It's like I every kid that goes to once, once yeah. but when he graduates. I wanted both, right? Well, yeah, I wanted both well, things. It's like every, to me, it sounds like this. Every kid that graduates from college wants to coach basketball and varsity basketball, yeah. but he doesn't realize you've got to coach uh, – uh, uh, you got to cross JV football, yeah, yeah, JV cross football country first. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but then you could coach back. Yeah, so it was. So, yeah. you know, it was kind of. It was kind of that. Then they sold that to me, and I thought, man, that is exactly. That's better than what I thought I wanted to come back and do. That's fantastic. Yeah. And so, so I, I mean, we interviewed, went through the process, yeah. and I said. Absolutely. And we've got a lot of freedoms. And, yeah. and I, I mean, tech's where I belong. Absolutely love it back on campus. Um, I missed it for two years. Yeah. Um, well, I wasn't I, looking yeah. to come back. I, I, yeah, I didn't know. Well, and that ha- man, I, yeah. I've got a, I've got a ton of stories like that. But uh, there's 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 one little town you drive through on the way to Abilene, uh, right before you get to Abilene. Yeah, oh yeah, I know. I, yeah. I figured I was going to ask you early if you've yeah. been to Ty, Texas. Yeah, so, so I was uh, named it for that town. Yeah, okay. And this right. is true. And I'm, I'm going to say this because I'm probably going to get a lot of new listeners because 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 you're going to get breathe, five. You're going to have five to yeah. ten. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, uh, and and hey, if that's it, I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely, it's no doubt. It, it's due to marketing, right? Yeah, no doubt. Not, that's right. Okay, but uh, my mom and dad, my mom, my dad was the head, or uh, uh, my mom. Let me get this out. Mom and dad lived in Kilgore, Texas, East Texas. And my dad had a great track team, but he got offered to be the head coach at Friendship. And uh, so they're moving, and they're, they've had, like, they're moving with a camper and all kinds of shit. And, and uh, this is the story that my dad tells. And, uh, and he broke out in hives, had so much stress. But when, if he said, uh, they drove, we're driving through the town tie, and, and mom was pregnant. And she said, uh, he goes, I like that. If it's a boy, let's name him Ty. There you go. Yep, and and we're spelled like that with an e, and uh, it was my sister. So, but five years later, I came around. They still yeah, went yeah. with Ty, right, so I'm still right. named after that town. Um, I also would, I also would like to mention that uh, Ty, Texas, if they ever ever would just break away and have a school, they don't have a school. Yeah, I would love to be their everything, 
And I want their their mascot would be the Kings, so be the Thai Kings. Absolutely, I like and that. The, and the colors would be black and then dark black. That would be the two colors we had. <laughs> and and I mean, I think would be good. Would be great in everything. Probably state champions in everything, but uh, academics. Yeah, that yeah. would probably yeah, be. I mean, the, you got to give somewhere, right? We, yeah, yeah so, exactly. Yeah. We well, we have to, you know, yeah. let's give the kids a break. <laughs> you know, we got to give give them a break. Anyway, okay, Macy, man, I love me some okay. Macy, man. Yep. She's great. She's yep. great. Um, but but I really, you know what, this. Caught my attention. She she bought the Evermore. Mm-hmm. Man, that's and I that's fantastic. The magazine, yeah, yes. it's it's the, um, that was something that they were putting together when I as yeah. I was leaving. I would, and, I, yeah, I pulled it. I pulled it up. And, and I was like, and, damn, that's pretty cool. And I will cool. say that the first issue with the cover story is Linda K. Parker, uh-huh. who's a tech graduate. Yeah. she's she's just an incredible singer. Absolutely, I stumbled upon her one day looking for headlines for to send around campus. Yeah, and there was this story about this lady that sings this cool rockabilly music and she so that was my contribution and write the story i yeah. introduced it and so that's my contribution to the first issue. there you go that's and cool she, she's cool no yeah. that that thing is that's, that's a, a beautiful yeah. piece but, but it is and it's that sounds like but see that sounds like what she wanted to do in the seventh grade yeah you know and yeah. i was like hey hey yeah. macy we're just trying to get the lunch menu out you know yeah. but yeah. i love me some macy and then uh yeah. um okay so <laughs> um do you have any there's some rumors flying around. I couldn't figure out if it's true or not. But did, did you did you have anything to do with the marketing between the Chiefs and the Red Raiders? I did not. But I was there when that when that was getting started. I did not. Mm-hmm. But I knew about that. That was coming and that process. So yeah. that, that was a pretty good deal. No, I knew you had, didn't have shit to do with that. There's yeah, no, no way you're, no, you're not that good. No, I mean, I love you and everything. No. I'm That's just marketing, playing. man. I, <laughs> you don't talk to their media. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a great. You know, now, I'm just now, now I feel like I'm yeah. equipped in marketing. So. Yeah, no, you know, I'm just playing around. But uh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and like, man, I got I got Greg Miller questions. I got there are a bunch of them we've already answered, so we're good. Um, but but I did get one. I won't tell you who sent us in, okay. but they want to know who was a better employee. Was it Blaine Beal or Brandon Rowley? Brandon never worked for me. Oh yeah, but he did work. Oh, that's true. But but he worked in the in the department, so you can answer that question. Yeah, I can't answer that. Well, question. The, well the answer will be Blaine Beal. It'd be Blaine Beal. Man, you know what? Hey, Blaine Bill ran a tight ship too for baseball. Blaine was tight with baseball. I loved sure that was, guy, yeah. dude. I loved him. Yeah. He was so. I saw him the other day. I saw him at the Boys to Man concert or whatever. But yeah. dude, he is such a good dude. And I mean, he ran a tight ship. But man, I knew where I stood with him, and I knew not to go across. Yeah, he did a great job baseball. He's he was awesome, a really man. Good baseball SID, no great, doubt. great no doubt. dude, man. Great guy. Um, okay, and then oh, this is Greg Miller. He wants to know uh, what's the worst because. <laughs> this is a big deal yeah, in the media yeah. world. What's the worst Big Twelve venue to, from a, from a media relations standpoint? Oh, to do interviews? Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think you well, could go anywhere with this, but I mean, where? where cause, you know, in in our, in our league, it, you go in worst Big Twelve venue. Um, I'll tell you what stands out to me, and when you said worst venue, uh-huh. I'm, I mean, all right, all right. <laughs> I asked Emily the same question, you so know, when I had Emily Jones on. Yeah, yeah. Royal yeah. Memorial mm-hmm. Stadium is awesome. Yes. Great stadium. Yes. The visiting press thing is not because you are literally <laughs> standing outside the back door of your. Of, now, this is when I was there. Right. You're standing outside the back, and it's not a reflection on their SIDs. It's been yeah. that way for years because um, they're good guys. Uh, but you're literally standing outside in the concourse. Yeah. Concession areas are not far right. People can see you doing interviews, so yeah. they can yell. Um, 
from an interview standpoint, not the best. And I'm not saying ours was either. Right. It was a little it, hole in the wall in the, it, it, for the guests. It was a white I mean, wall. for the guests. And yeah, I remember it was like a white wall. It was a wall. hole in the wall. Yeah. But we it was a room. Even more famously, yeah. would be in the uh, tunnel. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was that tunnel. Well, the, the Raider. <laughs> yeah, the Raider. That's Brian Davis was doing that interview. It was awesome. <laughs> and J.D. Runnels, was that the player's name or something? Yeah, it was it's hilarious. Like but, yeah. but no, from an interview standpoint, that wasn't a great spot. I remember going to Oklahoma State in 99, mm-hmm. and we were using the locker rooms we had mm-hmm. were a combination, I think, of track locker rooms and something else. Really? And it was crammed. Yeah. And it was a brutal setup. It's yeah. awesome now. Yeah. That oh, was a terrible oh, setup. I bet. Yeah. Because um, that was my least yeah. favorite. I went to Oklahoma, I to Oklahoma State game. And at that time, it was my least favorite venue because the food was shitty. Yeah. And, and, and with the press guys, local press people. Yeah. That is the number. That's so, it. That's all that matters about to us is because we're so poor because yeah. we get paid so poorly. And John Sparks, one of my mentors of my whole life, he, he told me, he goes, listen, Ty, you're going to go into sports broadcasting. You better get used to three things and three things real quick. He goes, one, instant coffee, two, Motel 6, and three, Schaefer beer, because that's all <laughs> you're going to be able to afford. afford. That's, that's right. it. Yeah. Well, you know, you, but but uh, to, tell you what, to answer Greg's question, um, the worst venue, and I can't say anything about press boxes until 2004 when ours was complete. Yeah, no, no that shit thing yet. we were in was a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, was the worst. After that, Floyd Casey Stadium at Baylor. And Baylor, yeah. And now they've got this palace. Yeah. But Floyd Casey Stadium was not good. Not good. Yeah, not good. yeah you're right. And I, yeah. and I was there, But that's there why too. they built a new stadium, too. Yeah. And it's and, fantastic. And, and Baylor was – the only thing I liked – the only reason why I would say Baylor was better, their food was better. I don't know why, I don't know what happened, but no, what we had – A&M remember, had the I best remember, press box food. Okay, and, okay, A&M, and I'm going to yeah. let, the, let the people know that they don't ever get to go into a press box, a college press box. Now, you can go on a club level or whatever and have, and have fun now. Yeah. But uh, it, the one thing I don't think people understand is when you go to a press box where the press is, yep. where they sit down, um, it is very quiet. Yeah. It's a working yeah. environment. Working yes. Environment. And, and you I see, to me, that was very, uh, I just, it caught me off guard. Not because I didn't grow up around football, but but at friendship, you know, it was just like one yeah. at one little box. It was like you know, whatever. Everybody's just up there shooting shit, right. you know. But when I came, I mean, it, it's it's and it's that way everywhere. Yeah, there are people yeah. that are doing their job. Yeah, and it's very quiet, especially during the game. Well, you also have visiting media. Yeah, uh, visiding SIDs, visiting personnel, mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to sit there and cheer for your team. And so, yeah, very, That's also, very tight, very tight shit. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, um, um, and. and, and but that's a um I have to ask this and I don't even know what this guy's doing anymore, but nobody liked him. And I don't care. Yeah. But, but what, what what what's your favorite Mark Kennedy story? Do you have one? I don't even remember Mark Kennedy. Exactly. Thank you very I, much. I really don't. And, and, and he I don't goes mean by, that to and he goes by Mark Lopez I, now. And you know what? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna tell you right now, uh uh I already whooped his ass. Greg Rankin nearly whooped his ass, and and, and Jared Edwards, I think, almost did whip his ass. Yeah. When the, I mean, I, we, we just, we, just I, one of those dudes just I crawled really underneath. Don't, you. I yeah. honestly Good. don't remember him. I'm glad. And, 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 glad. I hope and, he's and that's listening. not me being a, a slight to him. Yeah, and I and I and I, and I like everybody. I don't want anybody to be yeah, mad at me. Same, same. Okay, so uh, um, uh, also, and then uh, this is Greg. This is the last question, last email question of, okay. of it, and then this is uh, who? What's the dumb? Oh, here we go. Yeah, what's the dumber Big Twelve move? Adding West for adding West Virginia or adding West Virginia? <laughs> is it? It is. I've never went there. Is it as much of a hellish trip as I think it? Everybody says it is to get there. Well, you, you. I mean, 
I, I've been to West Virginia once, oh, okay. and that was yeah. when I was at La Tech. Oh, okay. And I went with the football team <laughs> up there, and we flew into Pittsburgh and busted. I don't know how they do it now, yeah. but I think you have to fly into Pittsburgh. Right. I don't think you can get a jet anywhere in West Virginia. That's the way I understand it. At least it. near Morgantown. Yeah. It's, 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 you, you, yeah. you, you have to fly into somewhere, and then it's a it's another two-hour like bus ride. And the hotel is not even close to the state. It, it, I've heard yeah, it's, so it's a nightmare. I, yeah. I, I couldn't really answer that question does a bad move or not but yeah. greg obviously has a yeah, he's, you know, he's, yeah. he's not he's not very fond of west virginia either. yeah but well i don't know if he's fond of but he he likes west virginia but it's just uh uh greg's but, but, a great hey, guy and though. i had and i had greg, I like hey, greg. let me tell you right now chris i had greg on the show for over zoom my zoom interviews aren't the greatest still figuring it out kind of but man let me tell you right now that guy and he and I told some stories, and he got hammered, and it was awesome. And uh, and so, and then <laughs> yeah. we, I mean, we had some really, yeah. and, and that guy was really good to me, and Emily was really good to me, and yeah. everybody channel was really good to me. But dude, listen, hey man, I taken up enough of your time tonight. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I Chris, dude, I can just uh, uh, my love, my, my, I can't, I can't be, uh, I can't have enough gratitude to you to come to my house. <laughs> and and uh, which is sort of a house still moving some things around but, sure, sure. and then but, and, and to sit down and, and just look at me a guy that you barely even knew but man no no I'm and and, uh, and, uh, and and to do an interview because who you are dude you're a fantastic guy I and uh it, i've only like i only thought the only got one email that was bad about you and i didn't read that one. <laughs> now i'm just playing not one one no, there's yeah. not one person will say one bad thing about you chris cook well i appreciate that. yeah man and you're doing uh great things over at tech and yeah, so um I do appreciate you being here, brother. Well, I've enjoyed it, and I appreciate you thinking I have something of value to add to your podcast. And so, <laughs> um, but no, it's great. It's, we left a lot of stories on the floor, but sure, you know, we'll uh, able to do it again. I, I mean, I, I, I enjoy. Well, it. There's always we can always do part two. So. Absolutely, absolutely. And then we could do right. part three, part four. Hey, hey next time, going. hey next time, yeah. we'll just talk hip, talk hip hop music. How about that? Hey, I would love that. I would absolutely love that love too. That, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, I got three Jodeci T-shirts. I just want you to know. <laughs> there you go. Well, right. this one right here. I have one right now. You know, it has all the members of the band. Yep. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, but yeah, but uh, uh, thank you, Chris, very, very, very much, and uh, appreciate that. And so, uh, hey, we're going to wrap it up. And as I wrap up all my podcasts the same way now, and and uh, really, it's I ended my like I ended all my phone calls in the nineties with with one word, one word only. But I now I end my podcast with a little phrase and then one word and one word only, and that is uh, hey, hey, folks, be sure to fly your black flag because the white flag means you're giving up. Buy that black flag and peace.